baby! Turn it up! Episode 16, down <laughs> in the studio with the boys. Holy shit, Gordo. Maddie Ice, <laughs> Teddy B, the dick, and we got two very, very special guests for everybody, all everybody listening tonight. We got Bacon from Grosvenor. Coming in, boys. Coming in for some bits. Yeah, hot off the road. Hot off the road. road. And we got a very special guest, first time down in the studio. We are absolutely pumped to have him on. That's C Rob from the Lark, baby. Boys, woo! Fucking stoked. This is sick. This un what what word you used? Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Kickstart my heart. Gets me fucking fired up. Oh yeah, big time. Jeans got tighter. Jeans got roll. tighter, hair got bigger, we're fucking rolling. <laughs> Alright? Yeah. Fuck. It's uh it's a it's a new a new dawn of the BFB. It is. We are trying things that we've never tried before. Yeah. Uh, it took us all year, but yeah. we're doing And you know what? We gotta uh gotta give a shout out to the listeners because this whole little project of Matt and Minds would honestly be nothing if nobody listened. Yeah, totally. I I completely agree. This this idea went from us getting uh, drunk at Abbotsfield BPs together, <laughs> just talking football between the two of us and like kicking around. Hey, we should start a podcast like as a joke and like look at us like sixteen episodes scored. That's pretty episodes, fucking man. crazy. And like, I think we're hitting twenty four hours of recording time. Uh, yeah, we're <clears throat> sorry guys, still recovering a bit. Uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely up there. I was gonna, I was gonna say that, uh, I checked, um, before we came on the air, we are at 960 total downloads. Insane. From this season. Jeez, so, the, yeah, the, you know, grand after this. Pro- this yeah, hopefully, that. hopefully we get the numbers to, the to get us to, uh, 1k, but holy crap, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we're just happy, <laughs> uh, happy all the boys like it. Yeah, and I was saying to Gord, like, if, if anybody ever catches wind of, like, the copyright infringements we're doing with all this music... We are in shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Good night, Jim Kite. We're done. <laughs> but, on the other hand, we're also batting around the idea of creating a playlist on Apple Music of all the fucking tunes that we've used. Of the intros. So, yeah, so, we're giving exposure to the artists, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Get you so. a couple songs by an artist maybe you don't normally listen to, mm-hmm. or one that you really love and you want to... You just want to revisit, you know? A little Miley? A little Miley for Nigel. A little Shania? Who? Shania for Andy, for sure. What else? A little Venga Boys? Yeah. Stu. Oh, <laughs> no, no, that's for me. Oh, we had, a few, we had a few good ones, though. Yeah. Well, F-16, who'd you go with, Gordo? I'm going with Tyler Lockett, man. Mr. Flex. You know what? You, you could have been starting that guy in your flex all year and you would have had a, some decent stat line. So I'm going Tyler Lockett. Yeah, but he landed on John's team, so I think he only played 50% of the time. Um, yeah, interesting choice. Uh, Joe Montana, one arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. War 16, I went with him. Other players we could have chosen. Browns legend. Kick returner, pump returner, Josh Cribbs. Jared Goff, a little newer guy. Yeah. Goff's not bad. Jake having a couple shit weeks, though. Yeah, yeah. Not that it matters for Johnny, though. Uh, Jake the Snake Plumber, Mm. uh, most well-known for his days in Arizona, and then moved on to the Broncos. Vinny Testaverde. Or all-time draft bust, if you're not, I guess if you're not talking about Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Leaf. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Big time. Snap show. 
He's fucking mental, that yeah. guy. Well, I think most football players are mental. <laughs> to have to get onto the field and some 300-pound dude's fucking chasing you down, you'd have to be insane. Yeah. Or to be the 300-pound dude that wants to hurt humans that badly <laughs> that you're willing to run <laughs> and, and endure fucking practices True. and shit. True. Nah, yeah. Uh, oh, well. So what uh, What are we jumping into? Question well, and answer? Well, who's our sponsor? Oh, yeah. Maddie's got the sponsor this week. We got a special episode for the boys. Yeah. Like a Christmas edition. Christmas edition of the BFB, like we said, unprecedented before. Um we're we're gonna introduce some things maybe not conventional. No. Nope. Um, and you might think, fuck, I gotta I gotta sit through this, but like, you know what? It's good. Give them a chance. They're yeah. great. It's all it, three of them we pick. Every good show has like a Christmas episode. Yeah. You know, Simpsons, the Family Guy, yeah. The Office, yeah. yeah. They all um, have their classics. Friends. You know, Uh so this is the Christmas episode of the BFB. Yeah. And we're sharing it with a couple fucking beauties and bacon and sea Rob. So we're pumped. Yeah. Four days away from the big day or I guess four sleeps or whatever you want to, however you want to tackle it. Um, couldn't. Couldn't imagine spending time with a better bunch of dudes, no. you know? Yeah, so sitting it's good. around the round table. Yeah, I'm, I think most of us are on vacation now for a little mm, bit. I wish. Oh. oh. Gotta work the Monday, extended, boys. Extended vacation. Bacon, putting yeah. in those hours. Yeah, putting in that four-hour shift on Monday at Jody's. <laughs> <laughs> I know all these two want for Christmas is a big win on Sunday and Monday. Oh. oh. Man. Well, let's, let's get to it. Should well. We? Our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. We'll touch on the sponsor. Yeah. Santa's big red sack. (laughs) (laughs) Full of toys for girls and boys. Yeah. Goodies. Goodies for one and all. And uh, I actually (laughs) bought a Santa suit so that all my buddies with kids that we bought uh, gifts for, I could roll the Santa suit giving the kids the gifts. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to go over well yet or not. Might be a few tears. Might be a few cries, but I think it's going to be pretty good. I even got the glasses. I got a bell. Man, that that's good. That's funny. I, um, I didn't know that. Uh, I actually, about uh, two years ago, um, my aunt approached me. It was, it was Christmas Eve. I usually spend it at my parents' place because they're deep in the West. So I'm over there, um, and my aunt lets me know that she owns these, these, this massive family. Like, there's probably fucking 40 people in there celebrating Christmas and it's their tradition. They always have a Santa come, but the guy that they usually use couldn't make it. So they offered me a hundred bucks, get, get dressed up as Santa. They gave me the suit, show up. Um, and, in, and, uh, basically hand out gifts. If the kids want to sit in my lap, you know, whatever, do it. So, so I show up, I get my money, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty easy. They're super thankful. But the fucking worst part was like, I hand out the gifts to all the kids and then some of the moms that were, you know, drinking the wine all night were like, oh, I'm going to sit on Santa's lap too. <laughs> oh, there we go. So obviously no complaints. Yeah. But the thing is, as soon as like a couple of them started sitting down, all the husbands started to come into the family oh. room. They're like, oh yeah, I bet fucking Santa likes that, eh, Santa? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this visit, eh, Santa? And in my head, I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm helping you on Christmas Eve. You yeah. know, I could be at home. Uh, fuck, like hundred bucks isn't worth getting chirped. That's so crazy. whatever, like I should have, I should have slid my hand lower down their back, yeah, their their wives back. Get a you know, upper upper butt grab. <laughs> yeah. Megan, yeah. Megan called me the Grinch this year because 
I get so jacked at Christmas time when I buy somebody something that I like and I know they're going to like it. I just fucking tell them. <laughs> so like, ruin it for all oh, the kids. I ruin oh, it. Yeah. I ruin it. Uh, like we got a girl at work. We got her little boy uh, some little mini Carhartts. Oh, Carhartt Yeah, because yeah. he comes out, my parents babysit him at the farm, and I always bug her. I say, yeah, you're a little Hutterite kid, because <laughs> he comes out and he's got like... He's got, like, little blue overalls on. And so I'm like, hey, I'm like, we're going to turn him into a farm kid. And so I got him the Carhartts. And I, like, she kind of overheard me talking on the phone. Like, what? Because I called Mark's work, or job site workwear or some shit to see if they had the kids stuff. She's like, oh, what are you, what are you buying in 3T over there? Because she's, like, sitting across the desk. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I got to tell her, right? Yeah, but, exactly. Oh, yeah, little Leo, he's getting some Carhartts this year. Yeah, you but should. She, she was legit mad. She's like, Kay, you're, like, fucking ruining Christmas. And I'm like, Kay, like, I get excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> Last year, we got fucked up and drunk, like, a day before Christmas. Just told each other what we all got for, for fucking <laughs> Christmas. So... But you gotta wait till tomorrow to open it up. Yeah, you gotta wait till tomorrow, so, but whatever. See, boys, I interpreted the big red sack completely different. I for sure thought you were talking about stews after you ran into the board. Oh. You know, I'm on track now. I'm on track. Mm. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, Stewie. (coughs) Thinking of you. I think he's uh, inching closer to to coming back in the lineup. I thought he was going to play last game, but he didn't, but... uh, Oh, well. Yeah, Stewie took that big spill, and uh, the bruising didn't stop at his leg, we should say. <laughs> <No>. so. <laughs> Did I tell you, though? So he sent a photo to the boys, oh. and I thought, I thought it was his kneecap. So I showed it to, showed it to Carly and her sister. <laughs> and they're like, oh, why God. are you showing this? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's just his kneecap. They're like, that is not knee hair. <laughs> how, come, how come I didn't get this picture? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you wanted it, but oh, bacon loves digging that grave, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Should we get back to the pod? Well, Peyton alluded to something. It's the biggest news I... of the pod. It's insane. Like I, I'm still wrapping my head around it. Like how? Around how did this happen? The pod the f- itself. The final man. Oh God! Insane. I don't know. Fairy tale ending. Yeah, guys. fairy tale ending. So for those that don't know, uh, Gord got a bye to the semis, uh, and this week had a big week against mm-hmm. the the Kitty Cats and advanced to the finals himself. And Maddie fucking knocked off the big gunner. Yeah, knocked off the Titan. Chris. Ten and ten and three, Chris. Chris Kirk Peckett. Yeah, you know so. what? I, I I gotta I gotta give him credit. I was I was scared of that team. Uh, I got lucky on a cup in a couple areas. First off, uh, Spencer Bear didn't play, mm-hmm. as so he had so his flex was pretty fucky. Um, and then his other one was he played Keenan Allen, who lasted you know just the first quarter basically, yeah. didn't get him any points. So that was huge because I struggled last week. Other than Joe Mixon, there's and my kicker mm-hmm. Kaimi. Kaimi. Uh, there's no there's no way I should be uh, in the finals. So well, I feel fortunate and. This is insane. Yeah. Smellin', yeah. Smellin' had a tough week with injuries, though. <clears throat> yeah. Couldn't start Odell. Uh, Aaron Jones got hurt on the first drive, and Lamar Miller also got hurt on the first drive. So, <clears throat> you, I, you know, I mean, obviously I'll take the win, but yeah. it was a tough week for Cal, but I'm glad he ain't in the final. Yeah, so it's it just awesome. My first ever time in the finals. Gord's first yeah. ever time in the finals. Uh, we're in the same div. Uh, they got slagged on at the start of the year, during the year. Huge. And uh, probably still as being the weakest div 
and now we're both in the finals. It's just it's just crazy how that worked. And of course, fucking started a pod together, mm-hmm. and uh, you couldn't write it any better. Couldn't write it any better. Suck it. The rest of the N40L. <laughs> okay, you hear that? Suck it. Man, it's yeah. a fairy tale story. You're like the Vegas <clears throat> Golden Knights, but both of you. Yeah, yeah um, it's true. We're not brand new though. No, that's no. we've been putting in our work. Yeah, putting in work. But anyway, you know what? It's uh, <clears throat> tensions are running a little bit high in Beverly, um, <laughs> but we'll touch on that later. I'm yeah, sure. we can talk about that later for sure. Um, <clears throat> fuck. Oh, yeah, wow. it's just it's just it's crazy. It's the second time I've been in the A pool. Uh, second time Gord's been in the A pool. Third. Third. No. Oh, no. Second. Second. <laughs> Shit. Hashtag Gord facts. Hashtag math. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, because oh, wow. the two years you didn't make the A-pool, you were in I the Gregor. I was in the Gregor. You were in the Gregor. Never lost, though. Yeah. Never One lost. extreme to the other. Yeah, exactly. How art imitates reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, what should we... What, what do we got next? <laughs> Why not? We're jumping into the text and answer segment. Love it. Yeah, we got a few. Uh, I'm going to read two uh, from two separate guys because they're the similar, uh, cut from the similar cloth. Um, so we'll start with Feldy from the Capitol. He said, with the upcoming battle of the pod hosts, what are each of you willing to lay on the line to show your confidence in your team? Mm. And then Scott, uh, hours later, <clears throat> wrote in and said, do you guys have anything else riding on this matchup? And that was the scoundrel in Eastlake. So... Oh, that's tough, man. Like, um, I'm, I'm willing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm flexing Antonio Callaway. So, no, well, here's I'm, the excuses already. I'm not. No, I'm not running excuses. Uh, I think Amari and Zeke are gonna fucking ball out against Tampa. Um, what am I willing to put on the line? I'd bet. I'd bet a hundy on it. I was. Yeah. You know what? I was gonna take it a little further. A little bit more money. Uh, more tangible. Mm. Uh, I was going to say an ounce of Capilano uh, street, street weed. weed from Mr. Lucky himself. Boom. Let's and, do it. And our, and our main man with the fucking <laughs> hose, Big Dick Nick. So, yeah, I, uh, I think that would be good. We both bent, like, obviously I'd be, if I lose, I'm smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> and if, yeah. I, if I win, you're smoking it. So, you know, who knows? But hopefully Big Dick Nick can come through for, for the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, let's do it. We'll shake on it right now. Ounce of the street weed. Let's do it. There it is. Bacon um, and C Rob are here to witness. I witness. 100% witness. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> yeah, so, no, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to it. Nervous as hell. Oh, I'm absolutely nervous. Yeah. I think if you're not nervous rolling into championship weekend, you're a fucking liar, so. Yeah, exactly. Everybody but, feels it. Oh, well. Especially no. first, first timers, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be good, but you know what's nice? Neither way. I, I didn't even send money to the fucking league this year because I sent <sighs> Kellen my hundred bucks and then he didn't accept it. So I fucking got it back and I haven't sent it back. Fuck him, man. Take it. You got to accept that shit. So I'm talking on that. Gord, you get money for the hats and you sit on it <laughs> for three weeks till the boys start texting you. Like, are you taking this? Yeah, yeah it's true. fuck. My bank charges me when guys don't accept it on time. Yeah. Mm. So I, I do that often. I'm I like, am, dude, answer the question. It's easy. Get I Just know. take my money. I am bad for that. But <sighs> also, I don't even think I've collected all the hats. No, well, they're, they're looking sharp on It's boys. money burnt, gone. Oh, yeah, the hats look great. Yeah. The hats look great, but, like, 
you know, money yeah. money burned, but like your your tracking system is pretty flawed. <laughs> well, when you lose your Hebu, yeah, <laughs> I'm like fuck. I didn't have a folded up piece of loose leaf in my uh, pocket. How could I keep track? <laughs> write it off as marketing. They say oh. Cougar Flyers on it. It's a marketing. Just write oh, it off. Right. Hmm. I don't know if I want that type of advertising for my family business. To wait, be honest, wait, you didn't have it stuffed inside your cargo pants? Those massive safari pants? They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were fucking work pads. I don't want that kind of advertising, but I want like 17 dudes screaming at a referee on an ice rink as my advertising. No. <laughs> One dude screaming. Hey, I'm not the only vocal guy. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk. I do it the most frequently. We'll talk about vocal on the ice a little bit later <laughs> in the plot. But oh, great. All okay. right. What do we got? Next uh, next text and answer. This one comes in from Show Life Shane and Oliver. Yeah. Um, this one's for me and Maddie. It says, uh, what, if any, success this year? Do you guys attribute to having a pod? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I attribute any success. I, I was confident going in. Um, and I've made a lot of really fucking bad moves this year. And you would think that having a podcast, you'd be a little more in tune. But no. So I think a lot of it for me has been luck. And uh, it, I, my team turned it on at the right time. And, and that's, that's why I'm here. I'm not going to fucking lie and pump my own tires and say I had this set out from the start when I drafted Royce Freeman in the third round, you know, so. You don't think the research helped at all, though? You know, all the extra time you put in looking at it? And all the extra time I put in jotting notes down on my piece of computer paper? Or Matt <laughs> doing all of <laughs> 30 minutes 30 minutes before we record <laughs> no um you you're not gonna you're not gonna take that road gord but i am i'm gonna take that road and i and i'm not trying to be a dick about it i didn't think i didn't think my team i liked my team when i first drafted them but by no means did i think oh yeah this team's going all the way to the ship no way but what i've noticed over time is with the amount of uh research and time i put into this you know on twitter instagram uh, watching games, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, you be, you obviously become pretty knowledgeable. You get invested in it, and I think it's I I think Whoa. it's helped me. So it's yeah, it's been uh, it's been a blessing, and it's been a fun blessing. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, I I would I you mean, know I always I always love football. I've had these, you know, it's it's tough because my buddies were all strong in science or math and. Mm -hmm. You know, my buddies were like, oh, what number did, like, fucking Jeff Delorier wear when he w played for the Oilers? And I'll know it in two seconds, right? Like, oh, it's easy, 40. <laughs> that, use, that useless info. I think it was 38. Um, anyways, uh, I think I just – it's kind of nice to put that random yeah. shit that you normally wouldn't get to share mm -hmm. out there. So I, I've enjoyed that aspect. And, yeah, I think it's been, it's been fun. Yeah. It's, it's got me definitely more into the league itself. Not just my team in the league. Mm -hmm. I think I think with my thing, like, uh, what I'm saying, my road to the finals, it it's not like I was fucking utterly dominating, you know? No, I neither lot, of us. I had a lot of wins that were pretty fucking close. Um, and to say, like, oh, I'm, like, doing research more and, like, picking up guys and stuff like that, like, I'm what I'm saying is those guys that I've, like, been looking into and picked up aren't the ones that have got me to where I am. No, because um, they never left your bench. Well, exactly. You have so, a strong starting lineup, but your bench is yeah, at times questionable. It's true. So I think my starting lineup that, like, 
I had had for the longest time is is what got me there. Um, I obviously I do lots of you know I do lots of research that you guys don't know. Okay. <laughs> I do look at stuff. Yeah, but I definitely go my with, my notepad. I definitely go <laughs> with my gut, and uh, and this year it it uh, it worked out. So that's 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 <coughs> kind of what I mean. Like I'm not gonna say right from the fucking get-go i was like oh yeah i'm gonna make it to the finals like obviously you want to yeah and that's everybody's goal but during the year did i really think i was going to no Mm. but the only thing i gotta say is fuck you kellen okay because you didn't even think i was gonna make the playoffs and then i beat you twice this year once in the regular season and once in the semi-fucking finals so beat it how happy are you that you're not playing john in the finals though Fucking! I beat John this year too. Did you? Yeah, I finally he broke did. The he curse. did break the curse. So that, that was pretty, uh, pretty just, impressive. I just wanted to get my Kellen. Dick it wasn't there. Handley. So okay, so you, that was just a Kellen. You're not saying screw you to the like. You're not uh, putting your resume out there right now. No, I was saying screw you to Kellen because uh, when he was on the pod, he said I wasn't even going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, you know what? Beating beating Kel uh, in that in the semifinal, he was he was. Easily, he was, the, he was the team I did not want to face. Yeah. Uh, he was he was coming in crushing. Those injuries killed him. Um, but you know what? You put up a big week too. So, God, stop <laughs> making, stop putting me in into this compliment mode. <laughs> <laughs> You're my adversary. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of your you, Gord, mm. I got uh, I got a question from Barry, oh. head ref of the AMHL, and he said, Gordon. League sources let me know that you recently won the Flyers Player of the Game helmet as a result of solid defensive play. Congrats on this well-earned honor. Thank you. The league knows that your favorite thing about playing hockey, though, is taking egregious roughing penalties. (laughs) (laughs) If you had to pick your second favorite thing about playing hockey, what would it be? It could be on ice or off. Barry, head ref, AMHL. Oh, obviously my second favorite thing about hockey is just getting together with the boys once a week and having some beers and getting out for a skate, getting out for a cross check, getting out for a dig in the boards, getting out for a nice chip up the boards, getting out for a nice fucking puck down the ice when it's fucking on the penalty kill. You know, that's my game I, out there. But my my second favorite thing is definitely having beers with the boys. I yeah. really thought you were going to say the post-game dart. Oh, yeah. I thought so too. Yeah, watching For the sure. you guys walk oh, out at the end of the game yeah. and your fucking underarm. Man, the post hilarious. the post game dart is fucking nice because you're sweating, you're hot, you strip your shit off fast, put your fucking flannel jacket on and your tights with your cup. Yeah, you wear your, you wear your can, your shower, slides. shower sand, yeah, your s- smallie slide, <laughs> your shower slides, and uh, yeah, you go out, go out t-shirt, maybe dart. an overcoat, no, no, maybe no t-shirt, you know? I go no shirt under the jacket. Brisk, brisk is nice, it feels good, but Refreshing. it was mild, the last game, Gord went out for a dart, I want to smoke a bowl, it was great, yeah. you know? So, but. the other thing that, this is how on fire Gord was last game, he gets the lovely new helmet. And he figures out how to wear it properly. Throws the chin strap <laughs> oh, on yeah. his forehead. Oh, yeah. And actually figures out, like, the guy yeah. had every aspect going right yeah. for him. How many, a lot of real estate up there. So that practice doing that with that new helmet, drinking those beers? I didn't. I only put, uh, the day it got cleared, I put it together. And then I put it on my head, like, on my head. And I, like, was fucking walking around the office and shit. And then... I had never, I I was thinking to myself, this is going to be hard to drink beers through. And then 
when we were at the game, I got it and I poured <laughs> that one through the grate and then just, it just worked. I don't it's know. Dawned on you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because we talked about investing in a like old school punter Rim. one bar oh, mask. needed. And which would be, which would make life very easy. But yeah, yeah that thing is loose. I, when I put it on, my dome was rattling in there and I've got a it's huge big. melon. Humble brag, humble brag. Maddie drops it when I put it on. Oh. You know, I will say, this is how intense these two are. They both, the helmet came out just like in football. Maddie won it the first game it was there. I wasn't at the game from what I heard from the boys. He played like Gore did this last game. Stellar defense. Yeah, forward, yeah. back on yeah. D. You know, whatever it takes. Best, I, bestie out there. Bestie it was fun. Got to give nice. a sick tap to uh, uh, Big Dick again, man. He was my D partner. He made it easy. Fuck, that guy's a good hockey player. Unstoppable duo out there. Yeah. There was a little bit of mind games going on that day, though. Which one? The, the most recent game? Yeah, because Maddie's, you know, huh. he was, uh, we're trying to get in each other's heads a little bit, but... I didn't realize I was making dinner and Megan came home and <laughs> Maddie texts me. He's like, man, I'm outside. And well, I didn't look at my phone for like 10 minutes. Matt had to sit outside for like 10 minutes. We we had texted an hour before and I said, <laughs> yeah, I'll be at your house at nine. And Gord said, okay. And I said, yeah, that'll give us more than enough time to uh, get our questions ready for our, for our call-in guest. Mm-hmm. And we can smoke a bowl before we, before we go in the room. Okay, sure. So I, I pull up outside and... Here, here, Huncho, you know, come on out. I, I, I'm looking, no activity. And then I send another text and I see him fucking come down the stairs. I've watched him walk by the door and I'm like, okay, he's getting his shit. Still nothing. And I texted him and I was like, are the fucking mind games starting early, buddy? Like, are you trying to fucking rattle my cage? And he's like, oh, yeah, buddy, I just checked. I know my phone was on the counter. I'm sorry. But to his credit, he, he showed up with two road pops. Oh, yeah, I had two beers for, for, the, the, way, for the way down. And then so. the oppo mind games, you know, Maddie trying to pump my tires a little bit, giving me the game helmet. Because <laughs> yeah. you know what? Kid like this doesn't get the game helmet very often. Only when I score, which is never. Or if a guy has a nice solid game. So I think he was trying to make me feel a little too comfortable before the week. You know what I mean? No, but you Man, shut down a, a guy. Yeah, you shut down a guy that had 55 points in 13 games. Yeah, mm. and laid the body out there. You know, yeah. fantasy aside, give credit where credit's due. Uh, and it's it wasn't just that game. It, it's been a, a buildup. You're you're oh, playing some of the best hockey. Kids coming back. Yeah, some of the best hockey uh, anybody in Orange has seen in a while. All the boys in the best. You baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> loving it. I just like you know the guy doesn't need to get on the stat sheet, but. Fuck. You know when a D-man has a good oh, game, eh? You, you get on the stat sheet. It's, just, <laughs> it's in the same column Johnny gets in and on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah. You know what? Uh, all this talk about your, your hockey game, I am fully expecting to see Doris at our next one. Oh, man. I would shirts, love for shirts Doris Shirts up, to come. boobies on the glass. <laughs> oh, man. They Gordon! Could- <laughs> she'd, be, she'd be tits up, but her fucking boobs would be underneath the boards. Yeah, you, you wouldn't still be able to see it. Yeah, you wouldn't see a nip. <laughs> oh, oh man. fuck! This pond's gonna be good, man. There you go, Barry. I, there you go. Barry. Did we answer your question? <laughs> I'm, oh, fuck. I'm excited. I'm fired up, boys. Yeah, for sure. Oh well. Are we uh, we hitting this one in from Johnny in Valley View? Yeah. Text in, and this one's for Maddie. It's a little Brown Central, but I got a little something to add in. I just got a Browns hat from one of my dad's buddies. Yeah. Because we quietly talk Browns. He knows I'm a closet Browns guy, and he ordered me one. It's it's pretty nice. It's a bit of a dad hat, but I'll oh. rock it. Anyway. America's team, baby. America's team. And 
Edmonton's. <laughs> uh, definitely no, Beverly's. Definitely Beverly. No. Oh, I'm a Rundle guy anyway. Um, now that the season is almost over and you've been able to assess the Browns, would you change the 2018 first-round selections? Say perhaps take Saquon and Chubb instead of Baker and Ward? Uh, this comes from the PIMS leader in, on our team, on the Flyers, from Johnny and Valley View. Um, yeah, I, a great question. Uh, it's, it's, high, uh, it's debated. It was definitely debated before the start of the season. I don't think it's even a question right now. Mm-mm. There is no way I would change that draft. They, John Dorsey nailed it. He knocked it out of the park. Baker turned some heads going, going first overall, but man... I love the guy, and I love the leadership. I know he rubs some guys the wrong way. Show Life Shane hates him. Um, why? Well, he's a Steelers fan, and, you know, he's just he's just like, why do you got to, you know, like when he got into the whole Twitter thing with the fucking guys online. Yeah. He said, why do you got to engage in that? Is any other quarterback doing that in the league? And I, I tend to agree in a certain respect, but that's just who he is. He's brash, you know? Uh, um, I love him. Love yeah, him. love him, and you know what? I I would have loved any quarterback that came in and brought us back from the fucking pit of misery that we had built a home and started a garden and yeah. you know ran for mayor in. It was the, fucking brutal. The biggest thing I like about Baker and that team <clears throat> is like he's got legit swagger, big time. Yeah, and like legit swagger, he's got confidence in himself. He's a leader. You can already tell that. And that's what they needed. Like, say they draft Sam Darnold, who's kind of like that Midwestern guy. Yeah. You know, like, they needed somebody to go in there and take fucking charge and and do his fucking job and do his job well. And, like, I think we touched on it, like, many moon pods ago, but uh, (laughs) the Patriots were thinking about trading up to get Baker Mayfield. So Mm -hmm. if you got... Fucking the Patriots organization legit taking a sniff at him. Yeah, I, uh, it's unreal. Yeah, you know, d- just an example of Baker. I I pulled a quote from after after they won that Denver game, and uh, he he told the NFL Network he said people love the Browns and was stuck with them through some bad years. I'm gonna do whatever I can to turn that around. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what they went through, and I don't ever want to know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's, it's so genuine with him and he just doesn't, he wants to win so badly. It's infectious, you know? So obviously I love that pick. And then at four Denzel Ward, the guy has been a baller since he mm-hmm. started his first game. Ball he had hawk. two picks against the Steelers in his first game. He's just, he's a beauty. He's out of Ohio state. They're known for their DBs. Just got named to his first pro bowl. And that was with missing some games with a concussion. I, I, you know, Chubb would be nice to pair up with Miles Garrett, but I hope Emmanuel Ogba can step it up. No, it's and, good. Yeah, and Saquon, obviously love Saquon. A love dynamic him. player. Yeah, but we didn't need a running back, and Nick Chubb has shown that. Mm-hmm. You know, we got him in the second round. He's been dynamite. Yeah. So absolutely not. I would change that. No. Just to get on Baker's uh, swagger, I heard a story that his first game in, one of the uh, the old linemen was like, I'm going to get you, rookie. And he looked at him and was like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, if that doesn't say swagger, like the, the guy's a, he's a, he's a, he's a godsend to that team. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's exactly what we needed. And he's we a hit, gunslinger, too, man. Yeah, I love we, that. we missed, we missed, we missed with all these fuck The quarterback graveyard has been well documented. It just feels good to know that they're they're relevant. And they're going to be relevant for mm-hmm. a while. And it feels good. This fan base has been suffering for so long. 
And obviously, I don't have a lot of Browns fans in Edmonton. I've got, you know, my pseudo-Browns fans. Gord. Gord. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Isaac. I'm a, I'm a Browns guy, man. Like, we've talked so much Browns. I yeah. can't even not be. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, you give them a chance. They're I like them. I like them, like man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're a team you can get on fucking board with. Yeah, so uh, I like that question a lot, Johnny. Thanks for asking it. Thanks for letting me talk Browns. Um, yeah, no, love it. Wouldn't change a single thing. Mm-hmm. I'm even honestly contemplating getting a Mayfield jersey just because he's so gangster. Let's get a two for one special, bud. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm right there with you. He might get traded after if you get it, Maddie. Oh, oh yeah. That's that's true. True. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Guy loves unis but can't own one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well. Jesus. What are we, last question? No, we got, oh, no, we we got, got a, a few. More. We got, got a, a few. Couple more. Yeah. We're stretching it out, boys. Yeah. In for the long haul. I love it. All it's right. a Friday night. Yeah. It's a Friday night. Yeah. Um, you didn't get anything from the Yeti, hey? No, no. I just got one from Andy. Okay. Well, you know what? The Yeti one, it works because uh, I think him and uh, his roommate, um, the, Black the Northside Black Bear, collaborated. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this, I, I, I enjoy this one. Uh, it might, might rile things up, but it, but it, the uh, Black Bear wrote in and said... <clears throat> Over a beautiful dinner last night of roasted squirrel and coyote leg, my roommate, the young Rundle Park Yeti, and I were comparing our fan- your fantasy rosters. We were wondering which player on the other guy's roster scares you the most and which player on the other guy's roster you think is going to shit the bed this week. Oof. That's a... Loaded question. That's a loaded question. You know what? Like, these these... These guys don't have much to talk about, obviously. No, hunting. And, <clears throat> yeah, and the Yeti's your best friend, so yeah. obviously they're... Keeping up on their uh, their data package yeah. on the iPad that they share. Kudo! You know, <laughs> running away from the peace officers in the park, in Rundle Park. Oh, yeah. Um, That's why we can drink beers on the frolf course. Yeah. They're too preoccupied. <laughs> Man, who do I think <clears throat> is going to tank for you this week? And who are you most scared of? Who am I most scared of? Mm-hmm. Um, holy fuck. I'm most scared this week of Russell Wilson <laughs> versus KC. Um, because, I mean, statistically their secondary isn't that great. Um, right. I, know, I know Seattle's running the ball lots, but I think he's going to have a really big week. Um, Barkley's playing Indy, and mm-hmm. Indy's defense is stout. So... I think he's going to have a good week, um, but I, I'm most scared of Russ. The guy that I'm least scared of is probably George Kittle. Really? Against Chicago. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yeah. I cannot wait for him to make you eat those words. I'm, I just think, I mean, everybody's in tough against Chicago's D, man. Oh. Quarterback's got hands in his face all game. Fucking everybody's rushing. I, I just... I just don't know if he's going to have that great of a week. Hmm. Interesting. I, so. I didn't think you'd go with – I thought you would for sure go with my – like whoever I decide to play as, at wide receiver two. Mm, whatever. And we're not, we're not going to touch on it now because uh, Bacon, no. Bacon's got it, but obviously Josh Gordon has had to step away from football, um, and that, that left a hole in my lineup. So I, I'm kind of sitting back not sure. Dante Pettis, Mike, Will, Mike Williams, Mike Will made it, or – Chris Hogan. Gord's boy. Did you guys hear that? Chris (laughs) Hogan. Um, You talk about mind games, buddy. I shit-talked him all year, and I would love it if I started him 
and he was the demise of the hard hats. Can yeah, you imagine? I know. It would suck, man. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I don't know. Those are, that's that's my strong player, and that's my <clears throat> weak player of the week. That's all. All right. What do you got for me? Um, The guy I'm most scared of, for sure, Zeke. Has to be. <sighs> he's so good. And he's going to run wild on Tampa Bay. Yeah. I don't like the matchup. I don't like the Amari matchup. Uh, those ones scare me for sure. But Zeke, you know my thoughts about running backs. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about him. He's going to be my point <clears throat> hitter this week, for sure. Yeah. And my, uh, oh, who's going to shit the bed? I know. Jalen Samuels. You think so? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't like the matchup for him against New Orleans. They're better than people think. They have and a stout run defense. They held McCaffrey in check last week. Mm-hmm. Big time. So, yeah. yeah. And the fact that you're playing him at tight end, I would love it if it blew up. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great question. Um, tough. <coughs> Getting the boys a little spicy on the pod here, eh? <laughs> Fuck. Um, I can't believe you picked Kittle, man. I. That guy is essentially you, but in the NFL. <laughs> no, man, I'm fucking Hunter Hurst. No, looks wise, but I think mentality wise, like. <laughs> That's uh, true. I do love WWE. Oh, I yeah. definitely respect the military. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. And he's a fucking beauty. But whatever. <laughs> man, I'm. Are you cut? I'm rambled here now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, boys. Uh, this next one comes in uh, from Andy over in Strathcona, owner of the Strathcona Stunners, uh, the guests on the pod last week. And what else are they? He's the Gregor Bowl champion. Loser? The Ooh. champion of the Gregor Bowl. He <laughs> yeah. won it fair and square. He earned it. He did. He did. So, uh, I mean, it's tough. It sucks. But yeah, Andy, well, will, Andy will be good. Actually, Andy and I, uh, we were texting a little bit about the punishment today. Uh, okay. If if I said if I were to win, we were chatting about it a little okay. bit. Okay, so, yeah. Um, I said uh, I gave him two options. I said uh, you got to get a pineapple tattoo with sunglasses on it that says GB 2018. Can it have a Kangle? Because Gregor loves a Kangle. A Kangle would be oh, good, yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that would be funny. Or I went with my original one last year, and I thought the lemonade stand, all the money you raise goes to whatever you want, mm. and uh, you still got to pay your way, obviously. All right. So, but anyway, uh, well, aside. I, I got an aside for that. I'll tell you, boys. So I was I was in the truck with Johnny uh, coming back from sledding last weekend when the, the Gregor Bowl was really taking off on Sunday. Oof. Man, he was a ball of nerves. <laughs> so, so we're sitting in the truck, and you texted, I think, Maddie, like, oh, looks like you're going to have a good week, Johnny. And so he's all looking at his phone. I'm like, oh, I'm like, Maddie, like, Maddie thinks you're going to have a good week. Like, mm-hmm. do you want yeah. me to check on it? He's like, no, no, no. So we're, we're in between Jasper and uh, Hinton, and he's like, hey, like, give me the update. So I start reading through all his players. One and by one? One by one. <laughs> and you can see, like, the energy start coming. It's like, okay, like, I got this. Like, he, he definitely didn't think he had a sure win. And yeah. then we're looking. I'm like, well, they're giving you, like, an 80% chance to win here. Mm-hmm. He still wouldn't even take it. No, he was can't. a ball of nerves. Well, yeah, it's tough, man. I've been there twice. It's fucking, it is really shitty. When you're going to be the last guy in the league. But whatever, you, know, you got to power through. 
Hey, it worked good out on, for Good him. on Johnny getting it, getting out of it. It's nice. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, just before you get to the next question, uh, you mentioned that George Kittle is a he's a military guy. Obviously, we touch on that, oh. but he's also a wrestling guy. WWE guy. Yeah. So we'll we'll share a clip here. He was at his post game uh, press conference after they they got the big win against the Seahawks. Um, and I guess he had tickets to the WWE event in San Jose, so he's quite mm-hmm. anxious to uh, to to get out of there. So here here's the clip. The SCP Center, and I will be there. It starts at five, so you guys are was it kind of killing me right now. Sagan, <laughs> was that big on you in X ninety eight? I literally just got it about a week ago. I found a guy that sells them uh, old shirts. Really worth it. <laughs> Yeah, and he was stoked. It was tables, ladders, and chairs, wearing oh. a Stone Cold T-shirt. I I used to love WWE, man. and then booked it out of the press conference. Used to love it. Yeah, well, we talked about <clears throat> it with Tay a bit. Tatanka, mm-hmm. man, Tatanka, Tatanka was was the guy. I, yeah. I love that one. And and Rocky Maivia, uh, yeah. before he was the Rock. The Rock says, <laughs> <laughs> "You <Yeah>, jabroni." <laughs> Shut anyway, should we get to our last question from Andy, who we originally started talking about? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> he says, uh, this question is for you, Matt. Will you be recording a post-championship slash season summary of the pod? And that de- and does that depend on whether Matt wins or not? <laughs> like, like will, <laughs> he, will he be calmed down enough in a week to record if he loses? Oh, man. If I if my voice has been shot for two weeks, if I lose, it's gone. Like there's no way. Um, fuck. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Question. I think you'll be fine. I think um, I'll be fine. I think it's you know what it it sucks that um, to lose obviously, but it's you know what it's kind of if it does happen, it's neat to do it with a guy that you've spent all fucking year going over the league with chatting about it like every night texting mm-hmm. ideas back and forth me getting stoned thinking doris would be a good idea <laughs> and it was it, <laughs> it was bad. it was it was so yeah i i don't mind if it has to happen it's neat that it happens to gord it's also neat that it would be our first one each mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but yeah we do definitely want to do a season recap oh yeah absolutely <clears throat> and i mean Oh, we're so bad technology-wise, but Terrible. it'd be so fucking cool. If we could if, get old clips. Clips from previous episodes and play them in. That That's the goal, but based on how tonight went, like, I don't I don't have seven hours to figure that out. <laughs> C-Rob from The Lark might be, though. He's a garage band guy. Mm-hmm. Can I go help you guys out? Yeah. We might. Well, we need it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Executive producer. Yeah, we would. Teddy, <clears throat> Teddy's good, but... He's he's a one one dimensional guy just like me. So. I thought uh, originally the question you were going to ask was uh, uh, what what would be my punishments that I that I'm thinking about doling out to Andy. Oh, um, <clears throat> and just some that came to mind. They they involve photography. Um, the first one we've kicked it around a bit. There's twelve guys in the N40L. Everybody gets a month. You make a calendar. You make 12 copies. Everybody gets a copy. It would be fucking good. And everybody hilarious. picks a theme. That, that one's great. You know, like, you know, I would love, like, just, like, cornfield. <laughs> Take it how you want. You know? I would like <laughs> wrenching on a car. Yeah. <laughs> Pitch and putt. Something yeah, like that, you know? Whatever. <clears throat> so that's one. 
And then the other one, I think it's been used in other leagues, but I would like, I think it would be three, but I would like Andrew to recreate famous photos from the ESPN body issue. So I would get to pick one, he would get to pick one, and the rest of the league would vote on the third one. And I think that would be pretty good. Like the one that comes to mind is like Cecil Fielder, or uh, Prince Fielder, sorry. Cecil? That's his dad. That's his dad. That's his dad. All right, anyway, Prince. Yeah, posing fucking huge cheeseburger locker hanging out. He's a massive guy. Yeah, that one. um, There's one of like Tyler Sagan on the ice, rubber ducky in front. Like, yeah, I think I think that would be fucking hilarious. So those are a couple I've already started thinking about. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, wraps up Q and A. One more. Oh, we got one more. And um, this one, this one comes from me, and it's a it's a well deserved blow. and it comes to me from Show Life Shane. And he said, uh, last, last year I, I cursed the fantasy gods weekly. It was a Uh-oh. tough season. So he said, Matt, are you worried at all about fantasy karma gods getting you due to drafting not one, but two woman beaters on your team? Show Life Shane and Oliver. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which isn't a laughing matter. No, it's not a laughing matter, uh, but he's like, you know, I had to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to get Tessie, but... He's always pushing the edge. Yeah, and he he made sure to say, like, um, that, like, in our other league, he has Joe Mixon, you mm-hmm. know? So, it's not like he would have avoided them, but it's just, fuck, that I have two. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> I believe in that fucking karma shit. Like, you know, you praise the fantasy god, you 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 say his name respectfully... And I just, I told Gord before we started recording it, it made me think of, um, there's a scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Dennis, uh, a guy comes to buy his car and he, he's just, he's unwound. And the, the rant he goes on is kind of what I imagine the fantasy God would unload mm. on me if, uh, if he is actually in fact mad that I've got Mixon and Tyreek on my team. And waves. Be gone, vile man. Be gone from me. A starter car. This car is a finisher car. A transporter of gods. The golden god. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. What? And that's what I'm just worried about. Like, just sitting, like, waking up one day and just this, mm-hmm. like, fucking massive football <laughs> yeah. comes floating in my room and is like, smite you. What I will say, man, <laughs> I do. You always talk to my points in the bits which i love is that this is a league-wide pandemic mm-hmm. it's so i don't think you need to be that concerned because i'm pretty sure everyone's got a guy on their team that's a woman beater and they just don't know it yet hasn't come out yet. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean which is sad and mm-hmm. unfortunate you know what i think a lot of it is fucking cte issues too right like oh, yeah. these guys their brains are fucking probably scrambled man they've spent their they spend their whole lives getting angry for a living Mm -hmm. and bashing people, you know, like obviously it's in no way an excuse, never, but you know, like there's gotta be a link to that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I mean, but you know, and it's tough because we talked, we touched on it earlier when we talked about my cause, my cleats, all the negative shit gets all the, all the headlines, but you've got all these other guys that are, you know, faithful (laughs) men, religious guys, uh, Great dads, great members of the community. Eric Long donating his entire fucking salary last year. Oh, yeah. Didn't yeah. Take a cent. Chris, yeah, Chris. He's, uh, Chris Long, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Like th- there's so much good happening. Um, it's just, it just sucks that it's overshadowed, but I mean, you could yeah. draft a guy who beat cancer on your team and then you'd feel, you know, <laughs> obviously <laughs> just trying to sway, try to, sway some listener votes. Eh? Trying to sway some listener <clears throat> votes. Hashtag James Carter. Love you. <laughs> um, but Gordon and I might actually watch the games together on Sunday oh, or Saturday if we can. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm going to be glued. Oh, uh, so we'll see. Glued. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, that was good. Q&A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, was a long Q&A. That was a long one. Did we mention that we're recording this on a Friday night? I think so. Yeah, yeah we brought that yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Long pod. <laughs> you guys know it's coming. We long know it's pod. coming. Yeah. And, and you know what? Two extra guests. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we got a call-in guest a little later. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a long one, boys. Buckle up. Okay. Totally worth it though. <laughs> Plus the special Christmas touches we put on. Mm. <laughs> you must you must be four or five beers deep to ride this ride. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> we uh, we anticipate the guys are just going to sit around at family Christmas dinner, put this on the bows, yeah, and enjoy enjoy some knowledge, enjoy some laughs, and put this on the bows when you got your family around. You can turn it to Shaw, yeah, and get the the, the fire log the going. Fire log yeah, going. Nice yeah. And. Uh, Listen yeah. to listen to the sweet croons of C Rob, Maddie Ice, the Dick, and Bacon. Yeah, and if your Aunt Debbie says, No, nah, we always watch Sound of Music, you can say new traditions start now. <laughs> yeah. Well Johnny's gonna be listening to this on Family Day long weekend, so yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. Yeah. that's God. true. Get up today, Johnny, come on. Yeah, step it up. Get up with us. Alright, well pass it around the NFL. Here we go. I'm excited. Jump into it, Gord. What's the first topic? First chop <laughs> First topic, the fucking L.A. Chargers and my boy, Phil, no birth control pill, Rivers. That's right. Beat KC last week. Yeah. And they are flexing in the AFC. They've rode under the radar all fucking year, and then they beat the fucking powerhouse, Mr. Mahomes, who's a great fucking football player. Got the keys to a Ferrari, though. And so... Love that reference. You do. <laughs> and uh, and my boy Phil fucking beat him last week, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, tw- what was it? 29-28? Yeah. Yeah, on and, that two-point conversion. beat him on a two-pointer. Yep. Ballsy. So. Ballsy on Anthony Lynn's part. You know, Love it. Trust Mike Will. Trust Phil. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in Mike, it. Mike Will had a great day for Maddie on the bench last <laughs> week. Yeah, but it luckily it didn't matter. No. Hopefully he repeats it this week and I start him. Mm. Uh, we'll see. Um, speaking on that, uh, that that win by the Chargers was the first team to come back from a 14-plus point deficit in the final five minutes of regulation hmm. ever. So that was that was an epic win. That was that was ballsy. And then at the end, Phil Rivers is running off the field waving at every Kansas City fan he sees going down the tunnel. Phil, what a fucking guy. Phil Rivers looks like a guy that would invite you over for a roast dinner one time, you know, and just have maybe a bottle of wine. Yeah, Watch. and they don't say, okay, we're playing we're playing 11 on 11 out in the backyard. It's the <laughs> Rivers family. Who do you bring? <laughs> I feel like he looks like the type of guy that'd show up on your front doorstep in a white shirt <laughs> and a book in his hand oh. asking to talk to you about okay. what your beliefs are. Quietly, when I first moved into my house in Miller, the people that live there must have been Jehovah's Witnesses. So I move in, and I'm fucking young 22 or something like that and 
Uh, I'm living with my sister, and this guy, these two kids come to the door, well-dressed, uh, put together, you know, wearing like a suit and a tie. You're like, what's that thing hanging from your neck? I've never seen one of those before. <laughs> oh, it's not a bolero. Yeah, it's not, not a bolo. <laughs> but this kid says to me, um, hello, brother Ross, how are you? And I like, looked at him, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? I probably just smoked a joint. And like, he's like, oh yeah, do you guys, uh, do you guys need anything done? Do you need the... The leaves raked or fucking <laughs> like yard work and all this shit. And I'm like looking at this kid. I'm like, no, man. Like, oh, I'm, you should have said good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. And he's like, oh, okay, no worries, brother Ross. It's fine. And then I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And then I looked at some mail that I would keep getting, and the guy's name, the guy's last name was Ross, so he must have been a Jehovah. If yeah. they're coming to the door asking to do fucking yard work, I should have said yes. Absolutely. Why yeah. wouldn't yeah. you? I know. Take, take exactly. Can you come in and fold my laundry after, too? One time we Fuck. were fucking, the garage was open, and all the boys were over, and we were fucking smoking dope and drinking beers. It's like Saturday afternoon. And the kids rolled up, asked for Brother Ross, and then they, like, took one look around in the <laughs> garage and fucking <laughs> hightailed him and fucking out of there. <laughs> One look oh. at Vic and Dav, and they're like, oh. yeah, peace, I'm scared. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, but yeah, it's a little Mormon statement. Phil Rivers must be Mormon to have 11 kids, man. Nine. Oh, whatever. Yeah, his wife Tiffany is probably the center, and he's he obviously plays quarterback. Yeah. Dad, can I try? No. <laughs> Take a seat. Oh, well. Um, also this week, this is one of the coolest stories from the past week. Drew Brees uh, surprised dozens I mean dozens of his past and present uh, wide receivers, offensive linemen, coaches, and mentors this week with commemorative footballs and letters that he personally signed to recognize the part that they played in uh, him breaking the NFL career passing yardage record. Um, So in all, the Saints said they shipped out 174 balls, including Dr. James Andrews, who famously... Uh, did the surgery on his throwing shoulder in 2006. His longtime throwing coach, Tom House, and Saints owner, Gail Benson. That is classy. <clears throat> classy. That is, that is yeah. a real nice move. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. Move. yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, we, we knew what kind of guy he is. That's that's unreal. I, I love that. He's a great guy. Yeah. Only only good guys get to go on Ellen once a month. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's why Drew Brees <laughs> is. He's oh, in, yeah. He's in the upper runnings, man. And it's funny, like. Uh, jump into unis a little early. <laughs> um, Drew Brees has the most patches on his jersey of any NFL player. And it's because on uh, his left side, the Saints have a patch for their owner that passed away, Tom Benson, this this past season or going into this season. And then on his right side, he has his team captain patch. And then uh, either underneath or on top, he's got his Walter Payton Man of the Year award which is one of the coolest traditions the NFL does, and it'd be neat if other uh, sports did it. But if you win the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, you get to wear that patch on your jersey for the rest of your career. Oh, really? Yeah, and a sticker on the back of your helmet if you're nominated. I've got to wear that name my entire life. That is who I am named after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. That's, that's exactly it. So that's really cool. Like, <clears throat> Sorry, we're jumping in early with unis. But um, one other cool thing, not NFL, NBA um, they they put a, a golden tag on the back collar of uh, the jerseys of the teams that have won championships. So they have a golden tag, and then on the inside it says times four or times eight. Mm-hmm. And they all get to wear it all the time. It's on every one of their That's jerseys. Dope. I think it's so fucking That's cool. Awesome. Like, yeah. 
imagine if the oil could do that, you know, like you go down to the fucking saddle dome to watch them play. Yeah. And you could just point to the tag on the back <laughs> of your collar, like shut the fuck up. Uh, motherfucker. You know? So anyways, th- thanks for letting me go on a tangent. Oh, love unis. <laughs> I, I no, knew I'd I convert. I do. I do. Um, were we talking about Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, boys. Pod was fucking, I came to Maddie's a little early. I was very unprepared. I had my sheet going. Um, we and, both were. Maybe the scramble this and, week. And we were scrambling. We were talking about pass around the NFL. And I'm looking at my notes right now. And we're talking about Oakland. And it says, John Gruden getting signed by Oakland. But, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> what it's supposed to be is Mr. Nathan Peterman yeah. getting signed by John Gruden. Yeah, exactly. Which is fucking... It's what? It's retarded. He's I, statistically the worst it. quarterback in, in all of NFL. Yeah. Sign Mike Riley. Sign <sighs> Bo Levi Mitchell. Mike Riley tried out this week. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Both, but, hi, both him and uh, Bo Levi yeah. went down to Jacksonville. Like, yeah. this is just honestly what I picture the Oakland's owner saying to John Gruden. Oh. God damn it. Kudos, Elaine, on a job. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Not well done, just (laughs) done. Kudos, Gruden, on a job. (laughs) Done. Uh, (laughs) Like, fuck. Figure it out. I thought we were done talking about him. Yeah, I thought I didn't have to say Nathan Peterman ever again uh, for this year and... Ever, really. Yeah. I didn't think he was ever coming back in the league. Fuck's sakes. I hope Bo Levi and fucking Riley get a look, man. They're good quarterbacks. Yeah. They're old. <clears throat> They're Bo old. Levi's not that old. He's no. like a five-year five year vet. Yeah. Riley's he, old. He, he's Riley's small. Like sure. Yeah, Levi's small, so I think that might hinder him. But, you know. Both uh, winners. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We can there. leave the CFL talk to the summer. Never. <laughs> oh. Just kidding, boys. Never. I'm waiting for Stu to start a CFL it podcast. It might get revisited later, too. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's, uh, Stu's favorite league is the CFL uh, compared to the NFL. I'm more of an AFL guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you ever want to make Stu angry, just just mutter the word CFL. Talk to him about Jason Greger and talk to him about the CFL. <laughs> CFL's not a bad league, man. Like, the guys are fucking still good. They're still professional athletes. Yeah, I agree. It's just, I, I don't know. It's fun to go if you got a bunch of buddies and you're getting after it, for sure. Uh, I'm a huge football fan. I love watching football. I haven't been to an Eskimos game in two, maybe three years. I went um, to one this year, I think. I yeah. think I watched a down. <laughs> like every other sporting <laughs> right. event you've been to. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the Oilers game the other day, and fucking McCarroll and I watched... 10 minutes of the first and then the Oilers scored we went to the bar and we didn't even go back to our seats. <laughs> well, we went, to, we went to the Flames and Oilers in Calgary last year and had like these glorious seats. Like, fourth row right on the blue line. We didn't even see Gordon in the seats once. He actually came in, stopped, said, hey boys, I'm gonna go, go grab a drink. Left again. Yeah. yeah. Fine Gord picked up by five Toronto Maple Leaf guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hey boys, over here. <laughs> They're with me. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well. That's for another day. <coughs> another day. Um, you want to talk about this one? You you, you came in oh, talking about, about this guy. About Darius? Yeah, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard, man. Uh, 
in the indie fucking defense. He's unreal. Rookie he, linebacker for those yeah, that don't know. Yeah, rookie linebacker. He's a league uh, leader in tackles with 146. He's got seven sacks. He's got one interception, six passes defended, and four forced fumbles and two fumbles recoveries. Yeah, um, and he got Pro Bowl snubbed. He's fucking pissed. He is pissed, and he's got it. He's got a reason to be. He actually has. Um, he leads the entire league in tackles, like you mentioned, but it's by 22. Yeah. That's uh, to lot. the second place guy. It's the most any rookie has ever had through 13 games in NFL history. He should be mad. He's forced four fumbles. Uh, crazy. But you know what? If you look at the full list of snubs, there's always going to be guys that you think like, wow, he got left off. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Alvin Kamara, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, and Leighton Vanderesh are the three that jumped out to me other than... Darius Leonard that I thought, wow, really? Like I thought I thought Van Der Esch had a really good shot, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I read an interesting tweet that the NFL still uses the language of defensive tackle, defensive end, linebacker, where they sh- and the, the guy was arguing, he said, if you change the name of the categories, guys are paired up more uh, competitively with guys that are of the same ilk. So he said, rather than say they're a defensive end, say they're an edge rusher, mm-hmm. you know? And if you say they're an edge rusher, then you can include linebackers at blitz and then guys like defensive ends like Miles Garrett, you know? Yeah, that's true. Which, w- which would be, it's a neat it's a concept. It's a broader but, term. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it encompasses more, you mm-hmm. know? It doesn't exclude guys. So, uh, yeah, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl is interesting. I'm pumped. Miles Garrett got named. Denzel Ward, like we mentioned, got named. Odell didn't make it. Odell didn't go. No. Mm. Any Giants go? Uh, Saquon, obviously. And, <laughs> Saquon. And, and Aldrick Rosa. Oh, Rosa. <laughs> the Bears had like five guys that are gone. Yeah, yeah. Char- Chargers had the most at seven, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did yeah. lead. Yeah, that's right. That's Oakland, right. Tampa, and the Jets didn't have any. Yeah. Might not be the Jets. Might be uh, no, no, no. They they had uh, Jamal Adams. Oh, okay. That so fucking beast. Yeah. So Oakland, Tampa, and one other team didn't have anybody to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Is it anybody? Is it a surprise to anybody in the room or listening that uh, Gord brings up uh, what's his first name? Aldrich. <laughs> Aldrich Rosas. Come on, we know. El Hancho looks out for his own. <laughs> Good guy, man. Way better than Roberto Aguayo. Yeah, or fucking Zane Gonzalez yeah. before he got canned. Oh, landing on his feet in Arizona though. Landed Anyways, on his feet. Um, what are we gonna touch on next? Cam Jordan? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cam Jordan, fucking ratty. Well, not ratty in the locker room, but he's a cocky motherfucker. He is. Uh, he's confident, for sure. We talked about him last week, sending the wine and the broom Cam Newton's way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he wasn't, so, he wasn't done. <laughs> no, so we'll play, this, uh, we'll play this quick clip here. Oh, oh God. Hold on here, boys. This offense do well. We know they run it well. We know they got a couple thousand yard receivers. They've got a quarterback who might be going to the Hall of Fame. He's only in fact twenty. Is that true? Yeah. So really, what does this offense do well in this era? You put him at like a top three of this era. Top five of this era. Top five of this era. You put him at top five of this era. Is that a yes or no? Yes. You put so you have who would be your top five? Drew, Tom, Aaron, 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 who got less Super Bowls than Roethlisberger. Numbers are impressive. So you're saying he, 
You're saying numbers are impressive. His numbers are always impressive. Okay. Hey, Ron. Okay, so then we, you put him right there. Peyton. Peyton. Peyton who? Manny. Peyton who? Come on. I didn't even count him in the era. This is the era. He retired two years ago. That was most of Roethlisberger's career. You're saying he's better He's better. He's better than Philip Rivers. What is this offense? You know, like, I, I, and it ends there. I kind of wish he would have, we could have found out who the fifth was. And I know he came out after and he said, yeah, I'd put Eli in the hall before mm-hmm. Ben. Is he saying that Eli's his fifth of the modern era? I don't know. About that. Like if that's your argument, then I don't agree. Ben Ben wins that one. Yeah, Eli interception Manning. I don't know. I, obviously, I like the guy, and he's got the Giants two fucking ships, and he's a great community guy. The Mannings are funny. They put out fucking commercials and shit. But is he a Hall of Famer with his overall QB rating and his TD to int ratio? Probably not, man. Hmm. So, yeah, but he's going to be playing for the boys next year. Yeah. (laughs) It also, um, as soon as the guy said Peyton, who it makes you think like, does this guy know what he's talking about? Like, yeah, Peyton, who? Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm talking about Barber for sure. Fuck off. Like, duh. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty easy. Anyways, uh, speaking of Peyton's former team, the Denver Broncos, um, they had Philip Lindsay became the first undrafted offensive rookie to be named to the Pro Bowl ever, and his story uh, is pretty, pretty, pretty neat. Like this guy, this guy has persevered and had a lot of adversity. So he was largely unrecruited when he came out of Denver, uh, mainly because he tore his ACL as a senior in high school, and he was given a scholarship by a local school in Colorado. He then went on to become Colorado's all-time leading all-purpose yards player. Uh, and didn't get an invite to the Combine. And then after going undrafted, he signed with the Broncos and won the starting job out of camp. And that's a team that drafted Royce Freeman early. Mm -hmm. You know, this guy's been battling his whole life, and now he makes it to the Pro Bowl. There's those good stories that you like to hear. You know, like, that's sweet. Good for him. Fantasy darling this year. And if Saquon wasn't in the running, and maybe Baker, depending on what you think, uh... Lindsay would be the runaway rookie, offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Great afro, too. Oh, yeah. Love seeing that thing come out of the helmet. Right out of the bottom. Right out of the bottom. And I love seeing him take away all the touches that Royce Freeman <laughs> this year's this year's Kareem Hunt was supposed to get. Yeah. but If well, only, if only, hey? Yeah, if only, if only. Hey, can I have a little bit of that, Jack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Biggs. You're gonna like this one, and I'm sure I'm sure you're well aware. But the Chicago Bears, after every win, they bring a, a disco ball or a strobe light, something, and they 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 called their locker room Club Dub, Club Ooh, W, yeah. and they fucking just party. They just go in there, they turn off the lights, they turn on the strobe, and the whole team dances. It's wild. It's wild, and they're all just like, as soon as they're done, everybody wants to get the fuck off the field because they're like. I got I got VIP to Club Dub. I'm going. <laughs> Man. They are an absolute wagon this year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, they are rolling. I'm hoping to roll uh, Mitch Trubisky in the finals here this week, man. Yeah, yeah. Do. You want so, to borrow my jersey or? It won't be the only time yes. we talk about Mitch. I'll just say that. So yeah. Oh, and the other neat thing about the Bears was uh, who was it? Uh, uh, defensive en- defensive tackle, defensive end. After they won their last game, uh, proposed to his girlfriend yeah. right in yeah. the middle of the field. And she accepted. And she said, yeah. yeah. So, you say no? there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, pretty pretty neat shit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What are we talking about? Marcus Peters? Yeah, if and you want. Heckler? Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, you going to cue that up? I think I could probably cue it up. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll just set the scene. Marcus Peters, the Rams are getting beat at home by Philly. Uh, apparently, I read up on this a bit. Apparently, the heckler went to high school with Marcus Peters. So this dates back. Did he? Yeah, a while. Um, While he's queuing this up, I'm going to pull something out of my segment. Ooh, bacon yep. spits early. We're going to pull it out of the segment and just talk to you before he does it. So, uh, Asante Samuels, uh, he like he agrees with Marcus Peters going off on the heckler. Basically said, I used to do it. I used to go so hard, I called out all their mumps. <laughs> like, he has the same joke all the grade five boys have. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, Asante Samuel, former DB in the league. Um, yeah, so this guy, I, I assume he was on him all, all day. Peters leaves the bench. He walks actually up the stairs into the stands oh, yeah. and gets gets in the guy's grill. I'm Apologies sh- for the vulgar language, those that might be offended. I would be <laughs> shitting my fucking pants if Marcus Peters was coming up to me. I would I would shit my pants, probably right there. Yep. But I also <clears throat> wouldn't be fucking talking that shit. No, born and raised in Oakland, the guy the guy's intimidating, you know? Uh he actually another uniform tidbit, he actually Ooh. takes a fine uh every week because he wants to wear black gloves. And it doesn't match the team uniforms. They're mandated that it has to be white or black if your if your team's jersey is black or has black in it. Um, mm. But if it doesn't, it has to be team colors. So when he played for KC and now that he's playing for St. Louis, he takes that fine every week because he just wants to show like I'm a fucking G, <coughs> like I'm he's I'm a, a gangster, you know. And he wears black cleats most of the time. Yeah. He, he definitely marches to the beat of his own drum. Mm-hmm. Uni talk. Yeah. <laughs> Can't avoid it. Love Sorry. it. Huh. Love it. Um, yeah, and then the last uh, tidbit, we'll keep it super short. Um, Monday Night Football came out, and uh, they announced that Joe Tessitore, <laughs> along with Jason Witten and Booger McFarlane, will be back next year. They're back. They're back, baby. I love Booger, though, man. <sighs> really? I don't mind him. I think he's funny. <sighs> Witten's, just, Witten's not great, man. Tony Romo's way better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's just a shame that uh, Romo got locked up by mm, CBS, who does like afternoon games. You yeah, know? that's true. He has no opportunity unless it's the maybe they've got the Thursday nighter sometimes, but they don't do a lot of primetime games. It's all NBC or NFL Network. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, we're stuck with Booger and Witten on Monday nights for one more year. I don't and mind Booger. I don't mind it. It just seems like their chemistry is totally forced it's like they don't it seems like they don't like each other who names their kid booger <laughs> true <laughs> right true. that's what comes to my mind <coughs> when you got your parents or your grandparents probably nicknaming you booger when you're a little kid and then it just sticks with you for the rest of your life <laughs> a little snot nose <laughs> yeah booger, right like Fuck. yeah but whatever i like him well shit i i i don't mind him on his own i just yeah i, I just it just feels too forced yeah that's true Love anyways that. um we're gonna jump into that that new wave that we talked about, the new dawn of the BFB. Yeah. Um, so we actually uh, preempted this interview with uh, the Harrison Butt Kickers, mm-hmm. Nigel, all the way in the Grove in Missouri. Um, 
pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. So you want to toss it? Teddy, uh, Teddy really hooked us up with uh, the tech this week. Yeah, C Rob too. Yeah, for sure. C Rob too. So uh, we're hitting it. We're going into the lighted up listener lounge. We got uh, Nigel from the Grove on the phone, and uh, we're gonna hit it. And you guys will have a listen. Yeah, we'll be back. He killed it. Enjoy. Welcome for the first time, all the way from the Grove in Missouri, his first ever appearance on the BFB. We've got Nigel, a.k.a. Nige, <laughs> a.k.a. the N40L Ninja, a.k.a. the Harrison Butt Kickers. Woo! How's it going, Nige? I'm good, boys. How are you doing? I'm good, good. Oh, excellent, man. Glad to uh, glad to have you down here uh, in the studio. Well, not in the studio, but well, y- yeah, on the phone. In spirit. No, I mean, I... I think I can spell it from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. You know what? This is the best thing. Like, we were highly anticipated interview. We've had lots of people asking, when's Nigel coming on? Where's Nige? And you know what? This is 12 of 12. We have now had every member of the N40L yeah. on the BFB this season. Yeah, everybody's on. It's good. Yeah. Nice. Just save the best what for last? Did we save the best for last? We might have. Uh, a lot of pressure, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been your favorite guest that we've had on? Most entertaining? Uh, it has to be John. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure it's got to be John. He's uh, he's a character. <laughs> Learning new eating habits. You know, it's all... Yeah. It's so, no, no, op- so open about it, Are too. you missing that Tim Hortons down, uh, down the States or what? <laughs> so they have one about, like, six blocks from my house. No way. Have, have not been once. No. Oh, <laughs> don't. Now, now gone out of business. So, you know. Hmm, I'm yeah. fine. Don't blame you. Yeah. No big deal. Been there already. Yeah. Oh, oh well. shit. So, you want to jump into it? Yeah, I guess I guess we should jump in. Um yeah. Obviously, I think everybody kind of knows that you live in that dirty south. <laughs> you know, especially with the Nelly intro, but uh you know, Maddie and I we were just curious what team the fan base follows there. Um, like, did they adopt the KC lifestyle or did they continue to ride with the Rams, LA, obviously now? Um, do people still wear band aids on their face and pump country <laughs> grammar? Like, guys, the listeners need to know. <laughs> so there's, there's still a lot of band aids. <laughs> More, more crime-related than uh, fashion statements. <laughs> uh, but, like, St. Louis is very much a, a baseball town, which I think is why the Rams didn't last very long, or left. Yeah, and they just signed Andrew Miller, the reliever from uh, yeah. the Indians. Like, that's what the city gets excited about. Obviously, it was never here when the Rams were a team. Mm-hmm. But no one, no one talks about them. There's a few, <laughs> few old guys that wear, like, Beat up Rams jackets. But that's about it. Ah, shit. But I'd say, yeah, like the, the town split between Kansas City and some, some tycoons. Mm. Mm. That's fair. I gotcha. Well, shit. Man, that sucks that you just missed them, hey? The tickets would have been so cheap. Tickets would have been so cheap. Oh, oh yeah. Would have seen the Seahawks once a year. Like, it would have been, been sweet. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Eh? Fisher, uh, well, Fisher coaching would have been nice. You could have got to see Nick Foles in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess for those that don't know, we should add in that uh, Nigel's actually a big Seattle fan, but we had Scotty on earlier. Talked a little bit Ocean Birds then, so yeah. we thought it'd be a bit redundant. So Nigel's helping out the BFB for the the pods bigger than us. Yeah, he it's knows bigger that. than us. Uh, so we're, we're just going to take different angles here. So jumping into the question number two, uh, we're going to jump into your fantasy team, the Harrison Butt Kickers, and it was a bit of an up-and-down year for them. Uh, you started off strong uh, before fizzling out when it really mattered. Uh, what happened to turn those butt kickers into butt lickers, man? <laughs> I, uh, I had terrible running backs. First two picks, and they, they just weren't weren't real players. DJ, man, I knew it. <laughs> DJ was terrible. I can't even remember the guy's name on the Bears anymore. He's dead to me. Jordan Howard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then Adam Thielen just lost, lost that love and feeling. Yeah, he did. He, he was, did really start to slow down at the end of the year, uh, which is he was tough. He the team. Yeah. That's tough. That and, is tough. And it sucks because Howard, I thought, you know, like, I thought that was a great <laughs> second-round pick last year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I expected more from the guy, but Tariq Cohen or or Johnny's favorite bench player mm-hmm. just never uh, t- took over all the carries. No. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, fuck. Oh, well. I mean, it sucks. So what, you're drafting sixth now or fifth? I guess because I beat Stu on the final game. I'm fifth? Sixth? Yeah. Uh, seventh. No. Seventh. Eighth. Right? Because sixth place will pick seventh. Math guys. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a math guy. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It doesn't matter to me and Gord. We're living the high life right yeah, now. We're living the high life, buddy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is already, if you guys have already talked about it, but have you discussed together what you're going to do to Andrew? No, no, we, we haven't, haven't talked no. about it. Haven't, haven't touched that yet. It. Yeah, it might be a joint punishment, though. Collusion? Is that collusion? I think it should, there should be some collusion. <laughs> 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 yeah, we might have we might have a little bit of collusion, but oh well. Um, you know what, Nides? This one, uh, there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of throwback in this next question I got here for you. Okay, and I mean it's. Zero reflection on who you are now, but eh, a little bit of a reflection of who you are now. <laughs> but when I first met you, you were a fucking level two Cassie snowboard instructor. You were the only one out of any of us. And that is like the geekiest fucking thing you could have been at that point. Like everybody just got their level one so they could work at the hill and like be a fucking pile every day. And you got yeah. your level two. But, you know, you've always been a little higher educated, I guess we could say. Uh, but now you're actually completing your residency to be a neurologist, which is fucking awesome, by the way. Congrats. Um, Thanks, how, how's the job going down there in the land of uh, private health care? <laughs> it's good. Um, it's very busy. A lot of folks, a lot of sick people. Um, but very cool diseases, a lot of very thankful people, a lot of crazy motherfuckers. Oh, I believe it. Um, I don't know how much I can say, but 
when we exudated and was just losing her shit. And I told her to, you know, calm down. We'll get you out of here if you calm down. And then she's calmed down for about a minute, or maybe 15 seconds. <laughs> and then as I turned my back, she started whispering, fuck you, sir. Fuck you, sir. <laughs> and it just started like, increasing in volume until she's just screaming, fuck you, sir, at the top of her lungs. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so at least, at least she's polite about yeah, it. Yeah, very know? polite. <laughs> <laughs> Those southern ladies, they must be polite. Oh, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some winners and some losers. It's a good time. Oh, that's oh, good, man. That's awesome to hear. Leave it up to Gord to bring up your snowboarding thing that had nothing to do with the question. <laughs> Just wanted to slice you to ribbons before asking you a question. <laughs> I have a feeling that's some uh, leftover resentment from earlier this year when you absolutely incinerated oh, Gord on the group chat. I know. Oh, every hair follicle on his head stood up when he read that thing. <laughs> All fucking 12 of them. <laughs> Single-handedly stopped him from uh, being able to donate those locks. <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, I got you know what? As far as guys that had got high hairlines, I got a not bad head of hair. You yeah, agreed. It's it's full and thick in the back. It's all about the party in the back. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't help that you're talking to Nigel and myself. That's with true. Fucking. Thick, some of the black. thickest heads of hair you ever did rub your hands through. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. It's yeah. good. Some guys have all the luck. Hey, Nige, yeah. blue eyes, full thick head of hair, sculpted body. Shitty mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, let's let's talk about, uh, you know, one of your unique characteristics. So <laughs> I heard a little rumor the other day, and uh, I know that you've reached full maximum level black belt in the ancient art of Taekwondo. Um, but I heard a rumor that you've jo- recently joined a new dojo. Can you please confirm for our listeners if you have in fact joined the Rex Kwando School of Martial Arts? <laughs> I uh, I absolutely have. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty easy to join. You just need a pair of uh, Team America pants, <laughs> and they they kind of let you in. Yeah, nice. It helps with some ketchup stains on them, so I added those pretty quick. And, you know, nice. And now you're in. Everybody, everybody walks around the states with a concealed weapon, but little do they know that you've got two just hanging out of your sleeves. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> Does like everybody in the states wear those pants? I think I should get a pair. <laughs> you should absolutely get a pair, guard. <laughs> yeah. Fucking take hockey warm ups without a bucket on and do that. Oh god. Jesus. They look great with the orange uh, pliers. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, hey man, the Flyers are absolutely rolling right now. First place, baby! Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. crushing it. Um, Can you guys play in the playoffs with only like 13 players? Well, Matt and Johnny and Gord will all be. <laughs> well, to, Gord, to Gord's credit, I am ahead of him in the Pims yeah, race. Yeah, man, I'm not even bad in the Pims race, Nigel. Not even that bad. He's like tied for fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um... No, I think we'll be good. You get a warning after 50, 50 minutes. Johnny's like six minutes away from that. But I think we should have everybody on board for playoffs. Yeah, it should be okay. Just a matter if uh, goalie Drew decides to bring all his equipment. All his equipment are on. Fuck, the guy forgot his helmet last week. Yeah, didn't bring his helmet. <laughs> really? 
Oh, you, huh. you should have seen his face when he's putting that guy's on that guy's helmet on that just came off and played. Yeah. Oh, it was gross. Oh, it was disgusting. It was so slimy, and he asked the goalie that came off for his bucket. Oh. He might have had to go see a fucking neurologist after that <laughs> fucking incident, man. Well, was he was he too good for like the Dominic Hasek? Just throw on a throw on a little cage. Oh, and man, that's what we were thinking it was about the, doing. It was the other option, but then I would have had to rock no visor. And to be honest, I was a little bit nervous. Like yeah, when you play a hard nosed game, when you, you play a hard nosed game nose. like me. You gotta you gotta protect your face, right? But oh wow! <laughs> All right, so good to hear you're part of Rex Kwando. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nigi, so what? I mean, the the Irish man. You brought Feldy into the league and subsequently into our lives, and we've opened we've we've welcomed him with open arms. My heart is full. Yeah. Uh, we're all a little, we're all a little better for it. But how did you meet fucking Feldy and become buddies? Um, and and the listeners want to know you got you got any dirt on the guy? You got any embarrassing stories about uh, about the kid that the listeners want to hear? Matthew Feldman. Matthew Feldman. Matthew. <laughs> uh, there's a few. I mean, obviously we were in the same class. It was only a hundred or so people, so you kind of meet everyone. That's a little larger than life, so you. Showed up early, mm. made his mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my favorite that memory was they they had like a medicine Christmas ball yeah. first year. <coughs> so we're having drinks. At, I think we're having drinks at my house before before the ball. Uh, <laughs> take a cab over, having a few whiskeys. I lose track of that. You know, halfway through dinner. Around 7.30. Never see him again. <laughs> Except for I think I see one. I get shown a picture of him later that night at around 9 o'clock where he's just kind of strewn himself over the, the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here the next day, he's taking a cab home at about 10. Throws up all over the cab. <laughs> all over his, his nicely purchased suit just for the the occasion mm. <laughs> and then and then I think he, I can't remember if he would not I think he was like sort of locked out of the residence at school <laughs> so I had to like climb the fence covered in vomit and then they just have these like tiny combo shower bathrooms oh so he just like throws his filthy suit <laughs> Turns the shower on, leaves it going with him inside of it, <laughs> and then crawls into bed for like the next twenty four hours oh, to God. find out he had got like a three hundred dollar, three hundred euro fine oh, for going up in the cab. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know another dry cleaning fee for his suit, and just a mess. Nice, <laughs> good old good old Maddie making it to ten p.m. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's that's what beauties do, man. We've all been there. Uh yeah. We have all been there. <laughs> My 30th <laughs> birthday. Yeah. Fuck. Nigel and I at Easy Rider Cup a few times. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're going to piss the bed. I didn't piss the bed, man. That's that's for another time, though. Well, you said it was a stain from probably a rum and coke or something. <laughs> it was, man. <laughs> Nigel remembers that weekend very well. So do I. Oh, yeah. Very well. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Parts of it. 
Yeah, we can't. Uh, that's yeah, it's too incriminating. We yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, we'll ask you our uh, last question for this evening. Yeah, we'll keep you too Fuck, long. This has flown by. Nige, I love it. Um, just keep it easy. How's married life? You recently got married. For those that don't know, this past summer, and how's your pup doing? Brisket. Brisket. Brisket's doing well. Uh, <laughs> we're out walking her right now. She's leading the way. What kind of dog uh, is it? She's a, like a lab pit mix. Mm. 70 pounds of anger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, married life's good. Feels, feels the same. We were together a long time, so I haven't really noticed much in the way of a difference. But no. Good. Yeah, and the house is good in the Grove? The house is good in the Grove. We just walked down our, uh, our gang street with our pylons for drive-by shootings and no way. Have another night. Oh man, it's that bad, eh? No, the neighborhood I've been back, like there, they got put in ten years ago for for that reason. Oh, but since since then, things have quietened down, and mm. we're gentrifying. You know? Oh, you're gentrifying <laughs> the neighborhood. I'm part of that part of that gentrifiers. <laughs> Kicking them poor folks out of that place, you know? <laughs> yeah, kicking the poor kids out. Oh, it's fair. That's, That's fair. Right. Um, I mean, now that you're a doctor, you were you were one of the ghettoest motherfuckers I knew for the longest time, man. We only drank at the Strat and shit, like, you know, but now you're turning a new leaf. I love it, Nige. Well, appearances might be deceiving. Yeah, appearances are definitely Still drinking deceiving. the same old sludge, you know, just wears a lab coat doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Beauty. Okay, okay. Actually, I have one more question before you go. Nigel, championship weekend. Who is your pick? The Beverly Brutes or the Rundle Hardhats? Uh, I think I think you guys know my opinion on the Rundle Hardhats names. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm going to have to Beverly. I'm going to have to Beverly Brute it. That's a, that's a fucking pussy way out of the question. But. Well, you probably looked at the rosters too, buddy. Stacked. Oh. Isn't Gord favored to win by Yahoo? Useful steps? No, we're even right now. Yeah, we are yeah. even currently. Um, yeah, real close here. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Yeah. Does the, does the commission have an answer for a tie? <laughs> yeah, it's probably himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, they're, currently it's really close. I'm projected 108 and Gord's at 107, so there you go. Yeah, it should be good. Okay, well, Nige, I don't think we'll keep you any longer. We'll let you and Brisket get back to it. Thanks, bud. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a pleasure talking to you, buddy. I miss you. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get a beer uh, sometime soon. Yeah, sounds good, boys. All cool. right, absolutely. Thanks for coming on, buddy. See you, Nige. Bye.
boys, we're back. And uh, is it okay? We're going. We're going. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going? <laughs> yeah. It's just because oh. we're we're fu- we're not zoomed in. Oh man. Well, <laughs> I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Visual learner. Visual learner. <laughs> the boys are back. Back with a, a pod favorite segment. Uh, the listeners love it. And we're hitting bacon. We're hitting bacon up with bacon's bits right now. Yeah, big time. And like, kudos. Kudos, Bakes. You always find something or three or four things to come up with. Like, good for you, man. And, you know, I, I know how tough it is to pull stuff. Good on you, man. Well, Happy to have you back. What I'm going to say is... As we get closer to playoffs, like actual NFL playoffs, mm-hmm. the boys are cleaning up their act. It's getting harder and harder. <laughs> There's only a few guys knocking chicks out. Like, it's okay, bad. wow. <laughs> but, but it's getting harder. So we're going to start off on a positive side of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't done many of these. Okay. But uh, so Mike Evans of the Bucks, he is the real Christmas MVP. So he went out and bought his entire team. Custom bird scooters. That means 53 powered scooters at 500 bucks a pop. Like, no big deal. He signed an $82.5 million contract a couple years ago. Dropping the bucket? Like, nothing. But here's the thing. How many of their kids wanted those scooters for Christmas? Like, all these guys are raving. There's one guy in the back dressing room like, yo, you the real MVP, buddy. You got this. You got this. (laughs) Like, here's the guy that gets. It's about the team. And we got our team here tonight, too. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So it's true. What like so it's got a like it, you don't have to push it like a no. razor. Like but, you just ride this thing? No, no. So this is the latest motorized? fad in the states. Okay. So they have these motorized scooters that you can rent everywhere. Okay. So instead of like hey, we're going to have a day where the boys all get scooters and rip around, we'll just rent them. He said, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy 53 scooters for the boys. They're ripping around the dressing room, <laughs> losing their mind. Just like just like kids." Straight kids. When's the first injury? The coach must be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Did you guys not see that one guy in the Houston Astros jersey who had the hoverboard and a chair on wheels? I saw that. So he was sitting in the chair and then he had the hoverboard sitting on the ground and like a regular chair like a like a like a lazy boy and he had he had us he had the same thing on the rear like two wheels yeah like the chair was on wheels yeah and he was using the hoverboard to just pull himself around like he's just lounging and like crossing the street hilarious (laughs) man like good on him christmas spirit way to bring the boys together oh yeah uh next one this is like a little bit different it doesn't relate to any players so I'm sure you guys have heard kind of the backlash about Maroon 5 being the halftime show. Yeah. Oh, yeah big time yeah. controversy. Yeah. They got dog big yeah. time. Yeah. A lot of people are saying like you need an ATL rapper. So they finally found their artists to join them. So it's going to be Travis Scott. Houston's own. Houston's own. But here's the thing. Like Travis Scott completely ignored the outrage. There is like Amy Schumer's like boycott, boycott, boycott. Like everyone in Hollywood saying boycott it. And Just because they don't like Maroon 5? No, they don't like what the NFL stands for right now because it's Colin oh, Kaepernick. Okay. So oh, okay. So they're saying how... Because here's the thing. Travis Scott's come out in the past and he's spoken for Colin Kaepernick. So they're saying, well, like, how can you do this? Like, hypocrite. Hip, uh, well, hypocrite. Guys going with hip crosses here. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday night. <laughs> 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 but anyways, like, he completely ignored the fact that everyone's, like, boycotted her dollar bills in his year. And he is going out. So we're going to at least get someone a little better than Maroon 5. Like, 
I don't think it's yeah. going to be that bad, but... No, I think it's going to be yeah. decent. Like, arguably, obviously, rap album of the year, I think he's definitely in the running for sure. Uh, and, you know, it, like, obviously, yeah. dollars speak, um, but it's a massive platform. He, mm-hmm. How many more fans Why can he get from it, you know? You know? So he's like, oh, yeah, you want to play the Super Bowl? And he's yeah. like, ah, nah, man. <laughs> no, I don't like what the NFL stands for right now. <laughs> okay, bud. Like, well, yeah, exactly. That. That's what half of them are doing. But supposedly Maroon 5 is trying to find a couple more artists. Cardi B's in the... Like, they're talking to her and maybe offer her another uh, another song or two. Don't mind Fuck Amy B. Schumer. Oh, okay? yeah. Fuck Amy Schumer. She's a fucking... She's shitty. She's a fucking worst. I'm not she's a fan bad of her. Yeah. Do not yeah. like her. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, sorry. Train train wreck would have been better if it was a different lead. Yeah, but LeBron Bill Hader's killed a it. gem. LeBron, LeBron killed, killed it. it. Bill Hader's yeah. a beauty. Yeah, Just not never, a not a Schumer yeah. guy either. Yeah. I'll yeah. never watch a movie with Amy Schumer. Well, you never know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so the the other one I kind of spoke to it earlier. Like we talked about Matt's karma, and uh, you know the NFL has a domestic violence issue. So there was a comedian, he, uh, he came out, and his name's Michael Blackson, so he defended the Redskins' Monte uh, Nicholson for a KOing a guy in a parking lot. This is what he had to say. At least he knocked out a guy. He didn't knock out a woman. Ooh. <laughs> Rough. Is it part of his bit? No. No, he literally. Just came out and literally, he just came out, saw the video, and they asked him about it, and he just said, hey, like, yeah, he did knock out a woman. What does that say about your league? When it's a positive that you only knocked out a dude. Yeah, actually, yeah. not he, much. No. Yeah. He knocked out two dudes. Send them both to the hospital. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we touched on it earlier. Yeah, we touched on it earlier. It's it we and we touched on it all year. It's ass backwards for for a guy to roll a joint and smoke as a way of decompressing or dealing with pain, either mental or physical. For him to be punished more than guys that. That hit women is it's fucking ridiculous. How do you know how to lead into my next topic, Maddie? <laughs> oh my god. Six hours. Sixteen episodes, man. <laughs> how do you know to lead me? Because here we are. It's uh the bacon bits wrap up. It's a little mm. bit more of a serious note. We're yeah. talking about your favorite, Josh Gordon. Yeah. So he's made headlines again. Uh things kind of seem like they might be on the up and up on him. And then uh after uh Gordon came out, his girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, accused him of cheating. And then he had a looming discipline for getting caught with weed again. So he decided it was the time to step away, take some mental health time, and uh, just focus on himself. So we're wishing Josh the best. Yeah. And uh, let's hope the next time we see him with Green, it's with the Rough Riders jersey because they signed him today. Yeah, he's on their negotiation <laughs> list. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I'll touch on this a bit. I mean – you know, I, I thought when he when he started the year in Cleveland, obviously stepped away, and then he got traded to New England. They did a lot of the right things. They put him next to Tom Brady in the locker room, um, and he had a lot of support. But that's the thing with mental illness. Like, even when guys appear okay, it might not be the case. And, I, it, you know, it, it sucks. I have him in fantasy, but I'm not going to fucking complain that he that he's not playing in championship week. The guy the guy has to get right. And if you think about it, he's had a real tough upbringing. His whole life, his way of coping with adversity, stress, uh, things that have come uh, negative in his life, is to is to drink or is it's to smoke, and it's all he knows. And like he'll resort back to that. And like 
I don't know. I just I just hope he's okay. You know, like I I all, yeah. I've got a soft spot for him. Obviously, to me, it's an NFL issue. Like, oh, yeah. why can't a guy smoke a little bit of fucking weed? Yeah. After you make him fucking punish himself, <clears throat> fucking week after week. You know, like yeah, and then you go above and beyond and say, okay, this week you played Sunday. Now you're gonna play the Thursday nighter. Yeah. So you got two less days to, or uh, three less days or whatever to to recover. You know, like and they can't. A guy can't take a fucking CBD capsule. Exactly, and that's the thing. Fuck like off. with all the advancements, like if you don't want them to have the of uh, the high aspect of the of the of the weed. Then allow the CBD at least mm-hmm. the bomb. Let him rub it on him. Let him take a pill. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure the guys know that we're a pro weed podcast. You guys are a pro weed podcast. <laughs> Never touch yeah. a stuff. But uh, oh, devil's lettuce. Buddy. One of the things too that goes with the weed is that uh, there is a high addiction rate to painkillers, and these guys are putting their bodies on the line mm-hmm. week in week out. Why not give them away? Yeah. Where here's the thing: no one's died of a weed overdose that I know. No, like nah. painkillers can be little killers. So yeah, that's exactly. It. Do you uh, do you want to do you want your guys addicted to Vicodin and Percocet, mm-hmm. or do you want your guys going home and rolling up a joint and smoking on their porch or yeah. their or their fucking balcony? Like to me, obviously, I've been smoking for a large portion of my life. I've got a very open view to this. I know how much it helps and how much it's, I enjoy it. But it just seems in 2018, it's ass backwards. It's yeah, fucked for up. sure. Well, it's not a performance-enhancing drug. I've smoked weed a bunch, and I don't get better. In Buddy, sports, have you so. seen me and Gord on the ice for the well, Flyers? <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it is. Gord had a good I did. I did borderline OD on edible weed one time, though. Wow, really? really? Oh yeah, I was, <laughs> I was at the water park, and they had these things called Phoenix Tears at the water park, yeah. and uh, I didn't eat anything all day. I fucking crushed like twelve beers, and Tay from Bonnie Dune. Had these things, and it was like a little bit of slime that you would just put under your tongue. And uh, he like gives me a little bit, and I like take some. I was like, "Oh fuck this!" I was like, "I can take way more than this." <laughs> took a little bit, <clears throat> took a little bit more. Fucking ripped the slides for a while, all fucked up. I'm like, "Take, give me a little bit more." So he gives you a little bit more. He's like, "Was he was he advocating? Yeah, go for it." Or he's like, oh, "I he, don't know, man." He was like, he was like, "Well, fucking." play at your own risk right so and he gives me he's like man he's like you took way too much i was like no nah, i'll be fine like half an hour later i was like talking french because yeah. i was so fucked up yeah. and i was just like talking to her i was like and megan was fucking pissed she was so mad she's she's like you were supposed to fucking drive home and all this shit and we couldn't find our car in the west end parking lot and so like legit i was i was fucked man like and it was on this like hyper concentrated shit oh Um, yeah yeah that can so i mean like guys might not be stoked if you're ripping that stuff all the time but if you're just smoking no but if you're hitting cbd yeah Yeah, they can they can put measures in place but still allow it to happen Mm -hmm. that's the frustrating thing what i will say is the most fucked up i've ever been on was on a thc pill i was on a stag guys pulled out thc pills we were going to revelstoke and we got on the bus in edmonton so i took one getting outside of uh leduc so I was just floating, and we pulled into Golden, <laughs> pulled into Golden, and I was out of it. So it's a piss stop. So we get out, and I'm walking, I'm walking, I see a guy pumping gas. I make eye contact with him, projectile vomiting, oh, just God. eye contact. So I, I'm like, okay, fuck, I'll go run behind the truck, puke over there. 
So I run, puke behind the truck. I'm coming back to the bus. Same guy's still pumping gas in his truck. Eye contact again. Projectile vomited right there. Oh. Like straight THC pill. We got to the hotel in Revelstoke. A couple of buddies tucked me in. Oh, that was a Happened. rough, Happened. rough ride. Jeez. Edibles hit a guy. Yeah. yeah, just launched into outer space. Oh. Mid, mid-pod story time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what do we got next? We have my favorite section, my favorite segment. Gord's really, really enjoyed this. I and like I, it, man. I have to say, I, I appreciate it, man. I, I, I'm i glad that my love for uniforms has oh, yeah. carried over. We are going into United I've by always liked, I've always liked uniforms. I just give you a hard time. Yeah, for sure. Not everybody them. talks about it, but fuck. I, I, one of my favorite Twitter accounts is uh, UniWatch. Paul Lucas, he works for ESPN. He, put, he compiles uniforms from every baseball league, NHL, uh, every league you can think of, and then like the minor leagues included. It's cool. I love it. I what check about, it every fucking day. What about the Flying Cougars? Oh, well, third jersey time can we come? We got could we nice, got four nice guys from the from the team right now. Yeah, do you guys? What do you vote on the flying cougars as a third alternate? All black with a all black cougar? with a cougar. Yeah, <clears throat> with wings. The current the current Philadelphia Flyers third, which I love. <clears throat> oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, two orange stripes on the sleeve. Are are you willing to put uh, a pre- a large predatory cat? With what amounts to unicorn wings on his back and wear that, wear that and be like, yeah, I'm going to like this in a year or like two games. Like, are you, I just feel like we could get sick of it. I feel, There's, but we sorry. do need blacks. It's a we third jersey. Get some blacks. It's yeah, a yeah. third jersey. But you, know. you, you and I both know that it would not stay the third. We wear that a lot yeah. because they're nice unis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there's a way that could tastefully be done. Yeah. What if, what, if, what if we just put the back or the wings on the back of the jersey? Oh, so we just have the cougar on the front and the wings on the back. Might as well extend <laughs> them down the fucking arms and make them fucking. They'd, they'd be like the knights we played the other night. They had all that little stuff on their socks oh, yeah, and their they arms. Did, they did have a they bunch had of little shit jerseys. Yeah, shit, exactly, yeah. exactly. When teams play us, I'm sure they think, "Wow, those are those are some nice." Silks. We do have some classy jerseys. Yeah, probably nice one of the best, for best sure. in the league for sure. Yeah, that's exactly the it. other Flyers team. Their jerseys aren't that bad either. No, I don't mind theirs either, you know. They kind of look like Oilers slash Flyers jerseys. Yeah, they've got two. Their other other ones are the the original uh, Flyers winter classic ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the orange ones with like the off-white. They're, they're nice. Anyways, <clears throat> United by Unis. In my opinion, the best Unis of the week belong to the Buffalo Bills. Um, they busted out their all-red color rush beauties, and boy, they look sharp on Sunday. The Bills' current unis actually aren't too bad, I don't mind them, um, but these alternates provided a fresh change for the Bills' mafia. I would like to, because they're always blue and white, right? So I, I would like to see them incorporate those red pants more. Like, use them with your white jerseys, or use them with your, your blue ones. Like, don't be afraid of color. It's, it's awesome. It sets you apart. Everybody likes the white-on-white look. Add those red ones into the full rotation. I love it. Um, the other thing I would change about the Bills unis, they currently have a old school alternate, which is really nice. It's white. Uh, the striping on the sleeves is different, but the best part about it is the helmet. It's a red Buffalo, the old school Buffalo. It looks good. Uh, it's actually the helmet, your boy, 
OJ wore. Oh, um, always chopping it. We were talking Broncos rabbit. earlier. <laughs> yeah, <Sure>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Denver Broncos, not Ford Broncos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's some, some Ford Broncos stock. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, off air. Yeah. So I think that they, if they incorporated those jerseys as their full time unis, oh, they would look sharp and they would tie in those red pants. But you know what? Uh, the Bills have had some pretty bad ones in the years. I, I shouldn't be complaining about what they have currently because they're actually pretty nice. Um, my other uh, honorable mention was the New Orleans Saints. And C-Rob, you actually texted about this earlier this week. Oh, yeah. The Saints jerseys are beautiful. Yeah. Like, hands down, probably one of my favorite in the league for sure. Yeah. The color palette. If, pal- if they're not the Browns, though, the Browns have the real nice jerseys too. Well, they did. Sure. They did. And then they fucked it up by writing Browns on the pants <laughs> like they're fucking Calgary Stampeders. Um I think the, the the thing that works for New Orleans is their color palette. Black, gold, and white. Like, that is one of the best in the league for sure. Um, I really like it when they wear their black pants with their white jerseys. I don't like the gold pants with the white, but the black with the white looks Classic sharp. Classic look. Classic. It looks real good. Um, and worst unis of the week, it's not that they were different, but I just I just feel this this team could have more. And it's the Philadelphia Eagles. So overall, the uniform isn't terrible. I, I personally think they have one of the neatest and coolest helmets in the league. Um, but it would be so much nicer if they returned to their glory days when Randall Cunningham was behind center and they wore Kelly Green. Not Forrest Green, Kelly Green. And the thing is, no one in the league wears Kelly Green right now. It's similar to the NHL. The Dallas Stars changed to it, and I love their unis. They're unique. No one else is wearing that color. The The... Eagles have a chance now, and they've got to do it before the Jets because those are the two teams that could. They used to wear those colors. The Eagles with those helmets and Kelly Green would be, in my opinion, top five. Top five. What's the difference between Kelly Green and Forest Green? Sure, let me tell you. Um, (laughs) Forest Green is like that that darker color, the ones they currently have. Kelly Green is like Celtic Green. Like Hartford Whalers Green? Hartford Whalers Green. Okay. You know, it just, it just, it's brighter. It, it would just add more to the, add more to the uniform. If you want to keep black in it, sure. Keep black in the uni. But if I just find the forest green and the black look too similar on television. So it just looks like a black and white Jersey. I'm going to put this out here too. As a guy that is a uh, color challenge with red green syndrome, a dark green just looks black on TV. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally for me, if it is not like a bright color, yeah. it's black. Yeah, exactly. So it would set them apart, and the, the wing design on the helmet, I I love it. It's so it's it looks good, and it could look so much better. But so those were my worst uniforms of the of the week. Uh, take it for what it is, but you know, united by unis, united by unis. It, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I just know. appreciate the passion. I don't like, know what the fuck Kelly Green is, but I now you know. I fucking told you. <laughs> I got it. Right Trying here to get in my Gordo. fucking head. Oh. Championship weekend. Goddamn Gord. I know. Get Gord. in his grill. Oh, are you outside? <laughs> fuck off. What are we hitting next? I, I almost laid on the horn. To oh, be honest, man, I almost just fucking. <laughs> well, I was like, it's been ten minutes. I can see him walking around upstairs, like. Mm. Stop fucking with my brain. I was <laughs> fucking around. I didn't have my phone in my hand. Just trying to That's rattle your cage. Rattling cages. That's, That's what I'm doing. Championship weekend. Cool. You know who's not helping me championship weekend? <laughs> James Connor. And we're hitting Connor's corner. Stu's favorite. What happened to James? Oh, so James is out a third week. High ankle sprain. Nobody really thought he was coming back. No. 
Um, we knew when that happened, it was a challenging injury. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but you know, I just want to share a little text that A.A. Ron Donald. Oh, yeah. Sent to James Conner because James Conner had cancer, came back, has a, you know, very su- successful rookie career. Karma points. When did, when did he send him this? Was this in his uh, current injury or when he... It was just after he was, like, getting over the cancer. So, still college. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says... Uh, should I do my best Aaron Donald impression? No. Yeah. I think you should just read it, maybe. Um, <laughs> you, says, you already said the word retard tonight. Oh, um, I didn't say that. Oh, it's retarded. Oh, <laughs> damn. That reminds yeah, me of a couple screw ups. Well, hey, yeah. we'll Aaron Donald, but we'll get through it and then we can be done with it. We love you, Gordo. <laughs> we no, love you, Gordo. What's up, bro? I just heard. Just wanted to let you know I'm praying for you. Everybody go through adversity, some tougher than others, but I already know you go and Bounce back stronger and better than ever. I just can't wait to see it. I'm going to be the first to tune in. You go and look back at this one day after about seven Pro Bowls and a couple All-Pro years and see everything that's happened to you just go and make you stronger. It's just going to make you stronger. (laughs) Doubling it up. Man, that's heartfelt. It's just going to make your story that much better. You already know if you need anything, just hit me up and let me know. Keep your head up no matter what. Stay strong. God got you. Man. Intense. That's a a great gesture from a guy that was in the league knowing that he's on his way. Um, I stand corrected. If you had read that in a British accent, I think it would have thrown it over the top. <laughs> it would have been way better. I didn't say yeah. a British accent. I said Aaron. Donald I know, but it would have been funny in a British accent. Like, <laughs> it's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Connor's Corner. Connor's Corner. Done. Didn't, was it you last week that said that he could play without practice? Obviously, not going to play this week. Yeah. They well, that's what they were thinking last week. That but. he could play without practice. With that offensive line, fuck, anybody could play without practice. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll touch on them a bit in dank stats coming up, but yeah. They're 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 formidable. <laughs> Mobin. Formidable. What? Um what do we got? No frills? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boys. No frills was tough this week. Um not that many guys really going off, to be honest. But this week we got a guy that Maddie picked up off the wire. Slap that paper, buddy. Yeah. Give it Slap to me. that paper. We Woo. got Kalen Balage. Kalen Balage. Running back for uh, Miami Dolphins. He's a rookie. You know, not guys. Guys aren't rostering him. Um, but he had a great week, and now Maddie is. Oh yeah. He had twelve rush attempts, one hundred twenty-three yards, a rush tutty, one target, uh, one reception for only negative yards, but. You know what? That's a no frills, no namer because he got 21.8 fantasy points. Yeah, and you know what? My thinking behind that pickup was uh, a couple things. Now, his he had great numbers last week, but they were inflated. I think he had a 70-yard or 75-yard run yeah. uh, house call. Uh, so that, that helped things along. But um, I had Carson Wentz get put on the IR. Obviously, there's only one week left. I don't need him. I'm going to start Russ. So in my eyes, it's a free roster spot. And I was genuinely concerned that Gord would take him. So I thought, fuck, you know, get him before Gord could. So Gord uh, shot his wad. I had no uh, money anyway. No money in his bank account. So the way our waiver wire works, you have to bid. Gord spent all 43 on Jalen Samuels. Uh, Zero (laughs) dollars. Broke. 
Uh, and I'm I, actually embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite guy joke. But. Um, yeah, and I had 16, so I was like, fuck, I'll put a dollar on him. Just if I get him, I get him. If not, uh, at least Gord won't. Um, <laughs> uh, Spike grab. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it was nice. And, um, yeah, carry on Johnson then got uh, marked out, so I stuck him on the IR. And that's when I took uh, Gord's wonder boy, Chris Hogan. So, you know, it's it's mental warfare as much mental as it is fantasy sure. warfare. So, yeah. Um, I like the pick. Good one. <laughs> no name The no name of the week. Well, I don't want to... I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. What's coming up next? Dank stats. Oh, <clears throat> I cannot wait. Uh, yeah, it, you know, and I'm starting it off last week. I think I ended it with Brown's love. Let's start it off with a little Cleve oh. love. Um, let's just reiterate. Greg Williams uh, has four wins in six games. Hugh Jackson had three in 40. Uh, QB wins. Baker Mayfield has five wins in 11 games. The previous nine starters combined were four for 54. For wins, uh, and one of those was Baker in relief, so he got one of those four wins too. Um, love him, love him. Uh, sticking with the Browns, they snapped an 11 game losing streak against the Broncos, uh, which was the longest active streak by one franchise against another in the NFL. This week, they're taking on the Bengals. The Browns are eight and a half point favorites, it's the biggest favorite. Uh, margin that they've been in 12 years since 2007 against the 49ers which is fucked yeah, it's nuts. um and before we before we move along uh brown's rookies selected to the pro bowl it's a it's an impressive group so jim brown got named in 1957 paul warfield got named in 1965 kick returner greg pruitt got named in 1973 chip banks linebacker in 1983 and this year oh and then joe thomas uh at offensive line 2007 and this year, Denzel Ward, as a rookie, got named 2018. So congrats to him. The guy's a baller. We talked about him earlier. Um, Dallas Cowboys were shut out for the first time since 2003 this past weekend. Aaron Rodgers had a streak that was snapped. He had 402 pass attempts without an interception uh, up until last week, which was the longest streak in NFL history. 402 without a pick. Fuck. Legend. Um... Tom Brady tied Peyton Manning for 14 Pro Bowl selections, uh, which is an NFL record. Um, Peyton Manning has it, but Tony Gonzalez also has it, Bruce Matthews, and Merlin Olsen. Peyton Manning was the only other QB to do it. Speaking of Tim Brody, uh, it's his 10th straight Pro Bowl, which is the longest active streak among current NFL players. Um, We touched on it last week, but fuck, let's dig away. Julio Jones, not a Gord guy. Not a Gord guy. Fuck. (laughs) Still won't draft him. I'll take him any day of the week. He is the fifth player ever with three different seasons of 1,500-plus receiving yards. Joining Antonio Brown, Jerry Rice, Andre Johnson, and Marvin Harrison. I'll take him. You know what? (laughs) You know what I'll take? What? A little bit of Gord Stank stats. Fuck off! Are you... <laughs> you know what? Mm. I'm trying to turn a new leaf, not be such a gut guy, and be 
about one eighth more stat guy. Then get your own segment. No, I'm jumping in. <laughs> Fuck. I like I like Gord's dang stats. I think that's what we're gonna roll with. Anyway, <coughs> I like Dick's droppings. You Guru Gord's predictions? Guru Gord. Uh, guru Gord? No. Holy oh. fuck. I'm definitely not a guru. No. <laughs> I will be the first to admit that one. More like Jabroni Gord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jabroni. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to hit hit the league with the leaders real fast. Oh. Quick stats. Doug, is, Doug deep, eh? This is Gord's quick stats. Huh. QB pass yards, Patrick Mahomes, 4,543 yards. Big Ben, 4,462 er, 462 yards. Matty Ice, mm-hmm. 4,307 yards. He okay? turned it around. Good for him, man. Yeah, he's throwing them. Pass TDs, Patty Mahomes, 45. Andy Luck, 34. Breeze, Rivers, and Wilson all have 31. All right. Rush yards. Ha. My boy. <laughs> Zeke in first with 1,349. Todd Gurley the second. Second? Yeah. 1,251. Both our boys. Both our boys. I love that boy. Saquon. Saquon. Barkley. 1,155. He's in third. Mm. Rush Tuddies. Todd Gurley, 17. Ha! My boy, James Conner, 12. He owned owned half the league, buddy. (laughs) My boy, my boy, my boy. (laughs) Alvin Kamara, he has 12. And Derrick Henry, quietly, after the last two weeks, has 11. Catapulted himself. Absolutely. Fuck. Beauty. All right. Receiving yards. Matt's boy, not my boy, Julio Jones. (laughs) Leads the league in receiving yards. Leads the league in receiving yards. Holy fuck. 1,511. Second place? Mike Evans. 1,328. Like 200 less. Houston's got the fucking third guy, obviously. DeAndre Hopkins. (laughs) 1,321. I had to throw my boy Devontae Adams in there at fourth. 1,315. Close four. Receiving TDs. Something that's important to Gord when he drafts guys. Ma- yeah, major, major. Antonio Brown, number one, 13. Yeah. Number two, Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae is a touchdown machine. He 12. has been since he came in. Yeah. 12. Yeah, I'll give you that. Number three, quietly, Eric Ebron. Tight oh, end. Tight pod end. favorite. Pod favorite. Oh, man. And, uh, but him and Adams are tied for 12. DeAndre Hawkins has 11. 12 for a tight end is impressive. It's wild. Good for him. Yeah. You know, so. we rag on him a lot, but fuck, that's that's impressive. I'm going to talk about another tight end that's breaking some records, and that's Zach Ertz. Um, sorry, are you are you done interrupting my segment? Oh, I'm... Can I continue? I was just dropping a couple... Fucking Numbers on a couple guys. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Buddy, I'm strong up here. You're not subletting any space in my mind, I'm I'll tell you that. I'm getting your head, man. Whew, no way. Zach Ertz joins Jason Witten, 2012, Dallas Clark, 2009, and Tony Gonzalez in 2004 as the only tight ends with 100 receptions and 1,000 receiving yards in a single season. Um, and he's well on his way to, to taking that record as his own. 
Christian McCaffrey, this is pretty wild. Christian McCaffrey hasn't missed a snap on offense for five straight weeks. He's now playing 97.7% of Carolina's offensive snaps this year. He's only missed 21 snaps all season. This level of running back play is completely unprecedented. Like, that's that's nuts. 97.7% of the time you're on the field? He's on Joe Thomas' fucking snap count. Yeah, that's wild. That That's crazy. And it really, I think, that ups him. Like, he got taken uh, first pick in the second round. If you're on the field that much, how can you not take that guy in the mm-hmm. first? If, if, if the timing's right, man, impressive. Absolutely. Uh, one more thing about Christian. He is only the second player in the Super Bowl era. And Bakes, you'll love this. With 50-plus pass yards, 50-plus rush yards, and 50-plus receiving yards in the same game. And the only other player to do that was your namesake, Walter Payton, Fuck yeah. in 1985. Fuck, the guy is the guy's a weapon. Do the Steelers miss Le'Veon Bell? You be the judge. 2017, the Steelers with Le'Veon Bell averaged 25.4 points per game, 5.8 yards per play, 3.8 yards per carry, and 2.23 points per drive. The 2018 Steelers with James Conner. My boy. Jalen Samuel. My boy. Steven Ridley. Uh, not my boy, <laughs> but whatever. Average more. 27.4 points per game. More yards per play at 6.2. More yards per carry at 4.3. And more points per drive at 2.26. You look, you look at that backfield. Jalen Samuel's. New guy, uh, James Conner, second-year player. Stephen Ridley bounced around, couldn't get an, couldn't get a job once, once the Patriots let him go. So is it, is it, is it Le'Veon that elite, or is it that offensive line? You be the judge. Like it's a million-dollar question, yeah. right there. Yeah, look at look at the numbers and take away what you want. I know Show Life Shane, his his idea, his uh, thinking with Le'Veon. Goodbye, good riddance. Go see fuck ya. yourself. See you never. Yeah, fuck that. The yeah. last, sorry. Yeah, that's a that's a tough question for Steelers fans, right? Like, yeah. Well, we know Le'Veon's not coming back, but it poses a question to other teams that might be in the in pursuit of him. Is he going to be worth the boatload of money that he gets? Oh, he's. I think get he will paid. be. You, you think like even like let's say he goes to a team with a weaker offensive line. You think he still puts up the numbers? I mean, he's a he's patient. He's got a very unique running style. I don't know where I stand on it. That's, you know, I, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but it does raise flags. Like, is it? His uh, his seconds waited before he crosses the line of scrimmage was the longest out of any running back last year. So he's he oh. waits the most, yeah. and I think he can adjust. Yeah, exactly. Where, where's you know what I yeah, mean? Picks like, his yeah. spots. Where's the hole? Yeah. If he's uh, already waiting that much with the Steelers' offensive line, I think he can... I think you can still execute. Yeah, but will he have the protection? I will he have that protection? Really point. Like, I think if you have that ability to wait yeah, that much, that's exactly it. Means it. your team stepping up for you and giving you that space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. like uh, last year when he was playing, I wouldn't take any other running back with uh, the ball on the one yard line and we need to pound it in. No, oh, wow. I wouldn't take anybody else because he's wait. He's so patient. He knows exactly what to do. He can go over the top. He can pound you up the middle. He can take it outside. He's he's so versatile. But is that because of the line? I don't know. Yeah. Food for thought. Food for thought. Um, last dank stat of the week. 
we've only seen four NFL kickoffs return for touchdowns this season. If that number stays true, that will be the lowest number in 25 years. The only guys to ho- to make a house call on a on a kickoff return, Richie James, Jakeem Bryant, <laughs> Darius Jennings, and Cordero Patterson. Is it Cordero or Corderell? Co- I think it's Codrell. <laughs> I think it's Corderell Patterson. Now say that one with a British accent. Uh, yeah. Corderell Patterson. Oh, Corderoy. I mean, Corderell. <laughs> Good little Swiss Army knife for the, yeah. well, the Patriots. Yeah. Well, we, we uh, introduced it earlier. It's no secret anymore, but the BFB were festive. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Tis the season. No Grinches around here. Nope, nope. We love this time of year. It's holidays. It's it's times uh, spent with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, great food. Uh, great weed. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's a good time. So uh, we wanted to inject a little bit of a Christmas flavor into tonight's episode. And so, hitting you with one more Christmas song. Two. Oh, oh yeah, we're we're not done yet. Oh, yeah, we are you, not done yet. You get you get a little you get a taste right now, and there's another one coming up uh, later on in the episode. I hope this is a Christmas morning pod. Like they want to hear oh, the music, yeah. and they put it on. Well, you you can definitely make a statement with this one. So enjoy this, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Boys, hope you like the DMX, not going <laughs> to lie. Uh, he's a favorite of mine. He's mm-hmm. a fucking gangster. One more road to cross, also another DMX. Yeah, guy. I'm kind of disappointed we've already used him as our intro, outro. I know. I'd love to use him again. But we're in the Christmas spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, Rudolph the Red Nose, <laughs> reindeer. <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> exactly. Well, it was good. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> now we're back, regular programming. Hope the boys are liking the interludes, too, because uh, you're in for a doozy this episode, okay, boys? How else do you spread Christmas cheer without forcing guys to listen to three-minute covers of songs by 
people that probably shouldn't be covering those songs. <laughs> what's what's your guys' favorite Christmas song? C-Rock? Oh, man. It's got to be Christmas and Hollis, I think. Christmas and Hollis, for sure. Christmas and Hollis? Yeah. Okay. Maddie? Yeah. Um... <sighs> Sounds cliche, but I like the I like the cadence of and the duet version of "Baby It's Cold Outside." I know it's come under scrutiny. Oh. I like that one and yeah. uh, uh, "Frosty the Snowman." It's fucking good too. Magic in that silk hat he found. Like they're talking about a fucking basically a snowman that gets high on mushrooms, sticks a corncob pipe in his face, and they're like, "Don't and go outside. It's sunny. It's sunny, Frosty. Don't go outside." And he's like, "But the sun was hot that day." <laughs> And he said, let's run and have some fun, and we'll be back again someday. Like, uh, so, uh, mythical mushroom coked out uh, snowman that has a death wish. Is he coked out? Uh, well, Probably. there's snow around. Yeah, know? I guess. Anyways. Oh, I don't know if mine can top that, but... Sorry. I'm going to go with Wham's Last Christmas. Oh. Because... Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but gave it away <laughs> the very next day. You might need to add that to the karaoke rotation, yeah, you buddy. Should put that on the karaoke yeah, rotation. I should. Sing it in April. Boys, I'm French. <laughs> I don't like Christmas music. Boom! Yeah, Are you kidding? You can't even give one? No, literally. You don't like Michael Bublé? My mom played the Hawksley Workman Christmas album. I don't mind Hawksley. He's all right. Every year since it came out, and I'm just over Christmas music. Hmm. I love Christmas. I get into it other than the music. I can't take it. What about Elvis? Blue Christmas. Oh man, honorable mention to Eagles though. The Eagles, please, uh, please come home for Christmas. Oh, oh yeah, I don't mind that one. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have strong opinions about the Eagles? I feel like you would. Uh, no, I'm not an Eagles guy. No, I'm not an Eagles guy either. But it's a good song. But I think Blue Christmas Elvis Presley is way better. Yeah, they, they've got some real nice ones. And though. Martina McBride. Which one does she have? She sings Blue Christmas with Elvis. Mm. Uh, little known fact, Kanye West has a Christmas song too. Oh. Christmas in Harlem. It's a bit, uh, <laughs> it's a bit uh, slower, but yeah, check it out if, if you're down and get your, get your uncle on it. You know, he'll probably enjoy too. Oh, well. Okay. What do we got next? <laughs> your, uh, well, it's, a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's a favorite. It's a pod favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Grinder hit a little bit later this episode than normal, but that's okay. Everything's later this Everything's episode. Everything's <laughs> a little later this episode. <laughs> Gord's Grinder, uh, and you know what? I'm sorry, cat guy, but uh, he helped me beat you this week and oh, make yeah. it to the finals, and that's Jalen Samuels. <clears throat> 19 rush attempts, 142 yards on the ground, two targets, two receptions for only three yards, but... That was Gord's Grinder, 21.8 points, I believe. Mm. Hey, baby, you looking hot tonight? Was that Peckett? Yeah, I was just going to say, I can't hear that sound clip now without seeing Chris just oh. amped up to shove that into the mic. Yeah, well, that was Gord's Grinder, Helby beat, uh, beat Cat Guy for the second time this year. Oh. And... Uh, Got me to the finals. <clears throat> now you're talking about your resume. Oh, yeah. Big time. Well, if, if we're talking resumes, uh, I know I got lucky two times in a row, but I beat Chris first place two times yeah, this did. year. So, you know, we both uh, we both have our accomplishments. 
Gordon. Getting heated. Well, no, it's not. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, so much positive feedback about this this um, segment. It's my favorite. I love the reaction from Gord. I love uh, how he doesn't want to know what I'm going to say. I mean, Teddy says. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he just he, – he enjoys it as much as the listeners. So um, – It's good. Yeah. Without further ado, Teddy's. Toking tip of the week. Are you a forgetful stoner? Do you waste precious smoke time looking for your lighter? Well, search no more, compadre. All you need is a strong magnet, a hot glue gun, and a positive attitude. And your problems will be solved. Simply glue that magnet to the outside of your bong. Martha Stewart it up and let science be your friend. You'll never waste time searching for your fire stick again. Plus, you'll have a great conversation starter next time you're hosting a dinner party for your chums. Work smarter, not harder, my puff pals. Oh, God. <laughs> That's DIY D- Teddy. Yeah, exactly. DIY Teddy. You know what? And we were talking about tattoos. Ted ain't... F- Ted ain't afraid of a few modifications on his no. body. Like, ugh, no. if Ted wants it, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe that's a little uh, Christmas holiday project we can work on together. Give it to him, but but it's it's smart. It's smart. You know, yeah. you're never gonna look for it. Stick it on the stick it on the neck of your bong while your ice cubes are gently keeping it cool. Oh, you are set. Holidays are ready to roll. Now, Ted wasn't done. He had so much positive feedback last week from the Munchie Minute that he wanted to provide another one. Ted writes, Christmas time is filled with laughs, joy, and tasty treats. That can be a problem for a cannabis enthusiast who's looking to keep a slim and inviting figure. Instead of shoving those shortbreads in your face hole, try carrying around a pack of mints. Not only will they quell your tummy urges, but they will leave your mouth feeling minty fresh. Your taste buds and your mates will thank you for it. Oh my god. <laughs> Teddy does not ever disappoint. He's and so he is, wise. He is an informative man. First and only roommate I've ever had and I, I could I couldn't ask for a better guy. No. He's, absolutely he's a beauty. Not. He 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 works the soundboard, he he gives us info in our ears. <sighs> Love the guy. Love we should him. get a little pair of headphones for Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Christmas is five days away, Gord. Maybe you don't need to talk about potential gifts that Teddy's getting. You don't know what I got Ted for Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just love telling people about their gifts before they get them. Oh, I do. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but Teddy's Toking Tip, it's been a smashing success, and I, fu- I look forward to it. I love always. it. Always. Always. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> rolling into what? The Fearless? Yeah, jump into it. All right. How'd last week go? <laughs> uh, it went really bad. Yeah. Me too, buddy. Don't okay. worry. So last week on The Fearless, I had Cam Newton. Uh, <coughs> my prediction was 280 yards through the air, two tutties, 
48 rush yards and a rush tutty. He actually got 131 pass yards, yeah. one interception, five rush attempts for 15 rush yards, and he got uh, the Strathcona Stunners, I believe, 5.74 points. Uh, yeah, I can't remember who started Cam, if anybody did. I thought, I thought Goff was the guy for the for the uh, oh no, for the Stunners for the, for the Stunners for the Vices. Yeah, who also didn't have a. A uh, great week either, but... Uh, my other guy. Chris Herndon. <laughs> uh, could have been a no-frills, no-namer. Could have been fearless forecast. He had a couple of rolls last week, and he shit the fucking bed. I had uh, him pegged at 89 yards and a tutty. He had four targets, 53 yards, and 5.3 points. Not a bad day, but not uh, not a fearless day. You are one pathetic loser. Man, a Chris Herndon sounds like the injury Stu's going through right now. <laughs> yeah, I crashed into the boards and I uh, got a Chris Herndon. Got a Herndon. <laughs> Fuck. But you know what, boys? What I've is it? it? I've said it before. <laughs> and I'll fucking say it again. I'm fucking back this week. Okay? <laughs> I'm back. The Fearless is back. Back. It's going to be back. a reliable. All right. It's going to be a reliable source. All right? Ha. <laughs> Running back, Derrick Henry from the Tennessee Titans. Terrible unis, as Matt's pointed out, in the United. They've got, they've got potential for combinations, but they miss on a lot of occasions. But the kid is hot tonight. Yeah. Uh, the last three or two games he's played, he's been dynamite. He's the entire Tennessee offense. Um, yeah. He's going to have 138 rush yards and two tutties versus uh, Washington. Yeah. He has virtually made Deion Lewis irrelevant the last two to three weeks yeah. in fantasy. How did that 36 bucks taste? Uh, it looks good on my bench, buddy. It's not My bench has uh, proven players, not rookies that you feel uh, might have a good week <laughs> or had a good week three weeks ago. I got a feeling. Okay, bud. Okay. Quiet digs, eh? <laughs> Animosity in the <laughs> room. Oh, it's, you could cut it with a fucking knife. Oh, fuck. I, feel, I feel like we've been tame most of the, most no. of the evening. You know what? <clears throat> this is going to turn it around because this fearless of the week is Matt's boy. He Woo. just got off the wire, and that's Chris Money Hogan. Oh. All right? He's going 82 yards and two tutty. Because he's a red zone master, and I drafted him in the fourth round. Oh, yeah. And Matt's going to fucking pick him up and start him just to spite me. Reap the rewards. And he's going to go off, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be fucking rattled. Yeah, you buy a Baker jersey, and I'll buy you a fucking Chris Hogan if that actually oh, happens. I would love a Hogan. Uh, I respect that. Thanks. So. You know, you could have you taken digs, uh, but you didn't. You, get, you, you showed a little respect to your opponent. I actually respect. I know. Nice. I because I didn't take that road. That's also because I didn't tell you I was trying to collude with Johnny earlier this week, telling him to drop Marlon Mack. Fuck and off, I, Johnny. Don't and fucking not do tell it. anybody, and then I could just pick him up. But when you left him on his bench you know, last weekend. You know what I said to him? Everybody's on Johnny's bench. You know bench. what I said to him, Matt? What? I said, I don't want to cheat against Matt. I said I'd cheat against somebody else in the league, <sighs> Who? but I wouldn't cheat against Matt. Who would you cheat against? Anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. You so... Know, Oh, well. The friendship has grown. The BFB has grown. Yeah, like we said, this is, this is unreal. Pete. 
And Johnny, I, I'm appalled that you would even entertain such an idea. Ugh, I'm glad your fucking fins got beat up last week by the Vikes. Uh, fin down. Fin down. Yeah. Well, um... Tank you, you make me seem like an asshole now. Because <laughs> you just said real nice things about me. I feel like this is, this is part of his mind games. Like, motherfucker. Okay, well... Let's roll with it. A mental master I'm, score. I'm a nice guy in mind games. <laughs> well, uh, last week I was uh, abysmal. There's no no other word to say. Uh, but hey, it's par for the course for the season. I've struggled with this all year. Uh, and this past week was no different. I hate this segment. I hope that in future podcasts we run out of time for it and cut <laughs> it. Um, but I picked last week at wide receiver Kenny Galladay. And I said he'd have three catches for 36 yards, no touchdowns. Well, I blew it. Um, he had seven catches for 146. <laughs> uh, destroyed my prediction. Could have been the grinder, too. Yeah, 110 more yards than I thought. Um, my only saving grace was that he was held out of the end zone. That's the only thing I got right. Um, but that being said, he did finish as the sixth highest scoring wide receiver for fantasy players and owners uh, last week. So, with 18, so... Tough one. Fuck. Point. Point taken. Um, at running back, I blew it again. I picked Gus the minibus Edwards. Uh, I predicted he would have 18 attempts for 70 yards. Well, he had the most of his career. He actually only had 19 attempts, but he broke the 100-yard mark with 104 uh, and scored a touchdown. Give me another L. I just, I shower in them. I bathe in them. It's, it's all I do in this fucking segment. But you know what? Um, You're back. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I'm going to take a page out of Gord's uh, loose leaf coil ring Hebrew scribbler. That I lost. That he doesn't have. And I'm going to say, I'm back, baby. He's back! Because this week, I actually decided to go with a theme. And this is what makes me a fucking prick. Uh, let's call this the hard hat edition. Uh, it's either going to be work splendidly or it's going to blow up completely in my face and I'll be watching Gord hoist an imaginary trophy and talk about himself in the group chat for the next nine weeks. Uh, so who the fuck knows? It's worth a shot though. At quarterback, Kirk, Chris, Cousins against the Detroit Lions. Last week, he threw for multiple touchdowns for the first time in three weeks, but only attempted 21 passes. The Vikes have a new OC in charge. Uh, of the team who is committed to the run. Uh, and this will seal opportunities away from Cousins for sure. It already has. Earlier this year, the Lions held Cousins to just 164 yards passing with one touchdown and one pick, uh, which was good for only eight fantasy points. Uh, I'm thinking they will keep him under 210 yards again. Uh, this, this week, he'll get a touchdown for sure, but he'll also be picked off two times. I don't know if Gord plans on starting him. Um... And I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I think weekly on this uh, smash hit podcast, smash uh, hit. Uh, you, you bring up that Phil Rivers is your boy. Kirk Cousins is your boy. Uh, you know, insert white noodle arm quarterback name here is your boy. Um, and you, you have these guys, right? And now it's, it's the week. It is the season on the line. You're not going to start your boy. You're going to go Mitch Trubisky, which, yeah, white quarterback, sure. But Kirk has been your boy since day one, four seasons ago. Would not stop talking about him. And in the biggest game of the year, are you going to leave him on the bench? 
Where do your loyalties lie? You know what? Um, my loyalties lie in winning. Mm. And you know I've always been a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of guy. <laughs> that, that's do you very not true. know that? Oh, no. I, I look at the transactions. I know that. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kirk, you Vike that Cousins hasn't been putting it up for me. He has to show you. Show it to you. So, Prove it. Like Rod uh, Tidwell, show me that money. You, you know, know what? I benched him once, and he burned me, like in week two or some shit. And uh, ever since then, he's just been middling. So I'm going with uh, I'm going with Mitch. I All made right. made a trade for him. Okay, acquired him, and uh, I'm starting both those guys I made in that trade. Amari Cooper coming my way. Uh, Phil. Going out, Mitch coming in. Mm-hmm. So fuck yeah, I'm. I'm it's time start- for it to pay off, like I'm, you said. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. And uh, I feel I, that I got full confidence in we, in Mitch. Yeah, and we also talked last week. Another trade you made earlier this year was to pick up Tevin Coleman mm-hmm. for Jalen. What the fuck, Richard? <laughs> um, and he he finally produced. Yeah, and, and he he came through huge yeah. in the game that mattered. Yeah, that that trade is. 100% okay. In your, uh, in your lineup this week? In my lineup this week is my RB2. All right. Well, so. in the second portion portion of uh, Tank Cast, I had tight ends. And uh, I thought, oh, fuck, like Gordon only has one tight end. He's actually a running back. But whatever, you can play him as a tight end. Jalen Samuels. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm fucking stuck with him. But when you look at the actual numbers, there's a good chance that he's going to have a rough week. Uh, he's taking on the New Orleans Saints. Whether he lines up at tight end or at running back, he's not going to find success. And let me tell you why. The Saints are coming off a big week where they held Christian McCaffrey in check and only allowed two catches for 14 yards to Panthers tight end Ian Thomas, the starter in place of Greg Olson. Now, I know the backup got a, got a score off a fake, or off a trick play where McCaffrey scored. Okay, gimmicky. I just think, in fact, the Panthers have given up the fewest rush yards per game uh, of any team this season, and they've given up the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs this season. I predict Samuels will have under 60 yards on the ground, under 25 yards receiving, and he'll be held out of the end zone. Oof. I know that kind of goes against what I talked about with the offensive line in Pittsburgh. I just believe in the Carolina D that much, and I need the Carolina D that much. So You need the New Orleans D. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. It's bigger than us, right? <laughs> it's yeah. bigger than us. Yeah, I'm you just... got you got what I was talking about. Yeah, and <sighs> that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow, man. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were gonna give me love. I thought this was gonna be a tense. Uh, come at you. I'll come. Uh, you come at me. Err, kind of battle oh. uh, pod. But I get. I guess not. I, like I, you know what? I honestly, <sighs> I legit do think Chris Hogan is gonna have a good game. That's why. Because, man, he's a red zone guy. And they got J- JG, obviously. Yeah. So why would they use him? Hard, hard to trust, though. The yeah. only wide receiver from the from the Pats that you can trust, uh, especially this year, it's not Gronk. It's Edelman. Yeah. You can only trust him. So uh, yeah, it, it would be a risky play. Uh, I, I don't mind the idea of playing uh, Pettis in San Francisco. But then I'm starting him and George Kittle for the same team against the Bears D. 
a little bit intimidating. And then Mike Will. Mike Will made it. Yeah. Uh, had a huge week last week, but fuck, he's got Baltimore D, who don't allow a lot of points to outside receivers. They allow a lot to slot, but outside guys, they lock them down. So, Do you guys hear that? I, I am worried about my wide oh, receiver yeah. too. And that, I'll make that blatantly. Uh, I'll... I'll I'm, I'm fine saying that because I know every other position on my team is fucking money. So I'm gonna put, I know it. I know it. Gonna put it out there. The and nice I know you're guy, scared. The nice guy act is in Matt's head because he was ready to defend, and I think that it's gonna be a battle. I think it's gonna yeah. be a good yeah. week. I know Gord well enough to know this is all a charade. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, no, it's a facade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He can do what he wants, you know. Buy uh, me, buy me twenty timbits. Do whatever you think you need to do, but you know, I, 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 I like my team this year. I yeah. feel this is the year for the brutes. Oh, former brutes, oh. Blazers. I was actually going to talk about that. The name change. I didn't talk about that. I, I got rid of the brutes moniker associated with losing. Also, Boston Pizza, um, and Blazers. Blazers just suits a guy, you know. So that helped too. I don't know when. I think my matchups this week with uh, Zeke and Amari hitting Tampa. I don't know. Yeah, that that Tampa Dallas game definitely scares me for sure. So, but uh, it's I gonna like, be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I like Russ in San Francisco. Um, I like Joe Mixon against Cleveland. As much as I that pains me to say, um, and uh, yeah, I think um, Mark Ingram has the potential. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I got Kaimi Fairbairn. And the Los Angeles Rams D against the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, please. Give me some more. I'm sorry to all the pod listeners that this might be the last one if Matt and I... It was a good ride. It It, was a good ride. I'm fine with it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, My schedule just opened wide wide open, you know? Wide open. (laughs) But yeah, it's been good. Oh, well. Well, uh, we got our last tasty bit of Christmas cheer. Are we hitting another interlude yeah boys yeah we could hmm. or do you want to keep it going you, you've, no. you've flowing or do you um, want to chris mentioned it earlier it's his favorite christmas song how can exactly. we deny it no we got to put it on for the boys you All listen right. to this one out at the farm oh yeah christmas this is uh, this is one of the this is one of the farm songs for sure yeah just a quiet a quiet christmas night a silent quiet, night quiet followed night by the uh the horses yeah reverend run yeah this is it perfect yeah. well We'll leave you with this uh, Christmas classic. We'll be back in a few minutes, boys. Exactly. And rest in peace, Jam Master Jay.
the third Christmas BFB interlude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I hope you guys liked it. A little run, a little DMX, a little fucking Twisted Sister. Yeah, D. Snyder. D. <laughs> Snyder. Yeah. If you notice that one, it's just the exact same chords and drums to We're Not Gonna Take It. They just do different lyrics over top. Well. Which, which makes it so... Lovable. I love it. Twisted Sister was sticking with the hair metal theme, though. Yeah, exactly. Gord actually to- Gord told me about that. I'd never heard about that song uh, four it's days ago. Good. And I've literally been listening to it on my way to work. Like, I downloaded <laughs> it. It's the only one. They've got a full Christmas album. It's the only one I downloaded. It's good. And I just fucking blare it. I, I like that one. That's that, I think that's my favorite out of the three. Oh, yeah. Well. And DMX was good, too. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all fucking good. Yeah. I think Come on! I think the boys are uh, hitting the fe- or no duds. Yeah. And buds. Yeah. Ready to roll. Duds, and, duds and buds of the week. <laughs> and there was <laughs> lots of duds that did not help guys win this week. Okay. That's what duds do. I'm gonna start it off. <clears throat> Jared Cook on Kellen, aka Smellin, aka Commissioner Goodkell, aka Cat Guy. <laughs> he only got five targets, 23 yards for 2.3 points. Ooh, that's a rough stat Tough line. one. You're an idiot. Chris Thompson, running back for the Washington Redskins. He only had five rush attempts, nine rush yards, two targets, and four receiving yards. He had 1.3 points. Woo! The sweatpant boners. Oh, les bonnets. Tough break. Tough break. You suck, you jackass. Wide receiver. DJ Moore. Oh, self-inflicted. Carolina Panthers. 
supposed target leader by the end of the year, according to El Huncho. He uh, didn't matter because I still beat Smellin. <sighs> he had one rush attempt, 22 rush yards, three targets, two receptions, 12 receiving yards, and a fumble lost. Mm-hmm. I hate you all so much! 1.8 points. Brutal. Brutes! Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, how you wouldn't expect the birthmark to be on the dud list. Not coming through for Breezy taught me. No, tough week for him. Fuck. Allowed uh, Matt and I to be in the final. Yeah, that was huge. I was so terrified going into that Monday nighter. Chris had uh, Kamara and Breeze, and I was only up by 40. Peanuts. I, I, you know, I'm, thank- I'm thankful. I'm lucky. Not gonna I'm lie. thankful. <laughs> Drew Brees only had 203 pass yards, two rush attempts, and negative two rush yards. <clears throat> I think he had 6.78 points. Mm. Yeah, but you know what? <sighs> Tough, because he was looking good in those uh, Saints unis. You're going to have a bad time. Mm. Well, the Buds, on the completely other end of the spectrum, uh, the Buds this week, you know what? Quarterbacks... Not great. I went with uh, Matt Ryan. Not a crazy good week. He took on the Cardinals. He managed 231 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Good for 25 fantasy points. Surprisingly, that was the highest scoring fantasy quarterback in week 15. Not great. Wide receiver. A little bit different. DeAndre Hopkins. Nuke. Got a wild 33 fantasy points against the Jets. He had, mm, oh Christ! Oh. Sorry, that was get it back. That was oh. rude. He's got it. I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> He's back. He had a season high, one hundred and seventy receiving yards and two touchdowns. He's an absolute freak. The guy was targeted eleven times, caught ten out of those eleven. At running back, I could have gone uh, a few directions here, but I want to give him some love, Dalvin Cook. He came into the season highly touted. I thought it was an amazing pick by Johnny. Uh, Did not pan out. As we mentioned earlier, the Vikings have a new OC. He's committed to pounding the rock, and this is only good news for Cook owners. They're loving it. Maybe too little too late for some. (coughs) Johnny. (laughs) But at least he is finishing the year strong. Cook ran for 136 yards last week, two touchdowns. Good for 32 big fantasy points. Balled out. Balled out. And at tight end, no one worthy. I didn't pick a tight end. Jalen Samuel had the most, but he's running back masquerading as a tight end. So I couldn't give it to Gord. Again, ruthless. I don't question it, though. Different strategy. It's championship week. I'm going to win him on the mental game. I'm going to win him in the fantasy game. He knows, and I know. I'm already in so far in Matt's head right now. Okay, yeah, sure. Do whatever, whatever gets you through the night, buddy. Talking about good Eagles songs, whatever gets you through the night. We'll see. We'll see. Come, come Saturday afternoon-ish? I don't know. Who knows? Saturday night, Mike Will made it might be popping off for me. Who knows? If I start him. Got a deep, deep bench. It's a tough battle out there, but whatever. Who are you trying to convince, the listeners or yourself? I don't know, but he's oh, got a sweet storytelling voice going on right oh, now, and yeah, I love it. Fucking <laughs> like, raspy Randy. <laughs> Fuck. 
No way. No, I, I'm convinced. I believe in my team. I believe in my team all year. I'm eight and five. I scraped and clawed. Took a page out of your coil ring scribbler. I scraped and clawed. I fought all year. You did? I, I beat the first place guy twice. I took on a juggernaut named Stu with a fucking kickstand for a cock. Oh, and I fucking beat him. And I'm in the finals. So, yeah, you worked hard, but fuck, the Blazers did too. How many times did you beat me this year? That, I'm 0 for 2, and that's fine. It only matters if he does that's it That's fine. You're, does, you're, yeah. you're a shovel pass away from taking an L. And... Yeah, fuck. I'm not scared, man. Oh. I'm not scared. You're a formidable opponent. I'll give you that. But I'm not scared. I believe in my team. I think it's going to be... This is a year! This is a year! I got this! <laughs> fuck. He only needs one win. He only needs one win. Well, should we talk about the N40L now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I, you believe. I believe... You know, I, honestly, it's a fairy tale ending. Nobody could have predicted it. It's, it's wild. true. Yeah, it's true. It's wild. So I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah. Um, should we hit the matchups? Yeah, let's hit them. Hit the matchups this week. Um, the the marquee matchup was the Gregor. That was the big one that everybody was uh, wondering about. Uh, some guys were worried about it, and. It kind of played out the way we thought it would. Yeah, right? it did. Johnny dominated. Johnny absolutely dominated. He finished. Uh, he finished Andy off. Andy uh, now matches Stu's record for futility at one fourteen. Has to drink an additional forty. Has to serve a punishment. And Johnny fuck, dodged a bullet. Dodged a bullet. Yeah. Uh, what was the final in that one? One twenty one. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 121 he, to 69. Ooh, yeah. I, uh... Not even close. Sorry, Andy, but... Who knows? One. I like, was gonna get, uh, I was gonna see Rob to maybe talk about the Constellation semifinal in the B-Pool, too. Sure, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> Fuck, Lord knows my fucking throat needs it. Eastlake Scoundrels. Took on the Krills for Girls. Oh, shit. They won 140, 142 to 79. Wowzers. Yeah. That Ooh, Irish Calgarian Feldy pulled through. Huge week. That is, that's a, that is a massive week for him. Yeah, for like, sure. Literally oh, almost doubled up. Yeah, he had a massive week. Yeah. It's, it's too bad for him that it, that it happened when it did. But uh, for another year, uh, Feldman is in contention for, for the first, first overall. overall pick in next year's draft. Holy, holy shit. Um, is that a stat you want to have? Not really. Not, it, it not really. I mean, year, though. yeah, you, you yeah. didn't you didn't uh, finish in the bottom four with uh, the potential Gregor winners, but you also missed out on a pool. So it's mm-hmm. it's you know you're middling, you're with, middling with two first round picks. Shouldn't have happened. Yeah, he hit on his first round picks, so I'll give him that. Gurley and DeAndre Hopkins, those are good decent. Picks. He They're just had to picks. he just had to follow it up in the second and third round with at least another running back. True. I don't mind the Watson pick, but in the second round, take a running back. Solidify that backfield. Your goal, but Matt's stick together. Matt's stick together. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Feldy Feldy, yeah. Good week, buddy. Oh well. What do we got, Johnny Boy? Versus what? Show Shane. I was gonna go just all B pool first. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, you threw me for a loop when you said Johnny. Johnny. I wasn't oh, thinking about yeah. the rascal. I was thinking about our our of, vice. Guy. I was thinking about thirty second croissant, John. Yeah, cool. not Pim's leader, Johnny. <laughs> he loses. To Julio, think you are. I am. Yep. One fifteen <clears throat> to eighty three. Um, 
Shaner one on the back of uh, Mr. Carson in Seattle and fucking D. Henry. Yeah, Derek Henry, we talked about it earlier, bringing it on. Uh, if you suck with them through the season, you are getting rewarded big time. Um, Too yeah. much change in the people. Yeah, he, but you know what? Yeah, that's true. Nice uh, you got to get a couple digs in, boys. If you listed this far, you're getting the digs. For yeah, the you know, if uh, the guy has everything he needs in life, so... Why not? Why not toss exactly. a few barbs that way? Exactly. Um, so he takes on Feldman for the first overall selection next year, guaranteed top two pick. Good for him. He's gonna get a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we let Bakes cover the uh, the oh. Bonaires and the uh, butt kickers? Oh yeah, Le butt kickers. Oh man, that's a tight game. I mean, not that tight, but still. So <laughs> the old <laughs> the old sweatpant Bonaires. With uh, 72, and the Harrison Buckickers had 90. So, I mean, it was a pretty low-scoring game to start. No one cracked 100 there, but uh, good on the Buckickers. Yeah, good on yeah. the Buckickers. But you know what? All that does for the Buckickers is get them a lower... Lower pick overall. Lower pick overall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're on that Oilers philosophy. <clears throat> like, if you're going to lose, may as well lose. Stu, yeah. Stewie yeah. actually was. He, yeah. was. he was texting... Uh, Nigel to to score more points, like yeah. to beat me, beat me kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah, those boners, they got a bruised wing. Yeah, how are they gonna mean. How are they gonna perform? You oh, know, true. we'll help them out a little later in the pod. Mm-hmm. Weird. Help <laughs> 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 that bruised wing, Agor. Eh, should I uh, Should I go over yours, or do you want to go over mine, or should I go over mine? Or I would love if you talked about mine. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's go. With the Beverly Blazers. Yeah. Versus Breezy taught me, and you know what, boys. Not going to lie, didn't have that powerful of weeks. Didn't even crack 100. But you know what you did, Maddie? You what? know what you did? You got the fucking win. Yeah, exactly. And you're in the ship. And uh, Russell Wilson got you 18 points. Uh, Mr. Joe Mixon got you 29. Yeah, he was and my son. And Fairbairn, mm-hmm. I think is how you say his name. Yeah. He got you 22. So you came yeah. out with the W. Uh, Breezy Tommy fizzled out. And... Uh, yeah, that's, that's all life. That matters. That's um, life. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was. I was really worried uh, after the Thursday nighter. I left Mike Williams on my bench, twenty nine points sitting there, um, and Tyreek had a a down week. Josh Gordon had a down week. I was. I was. I was sweating. I. I was real worried that I wasn't going to do it. Um, but yeah, like we mentioned earlier, Drew Brees had a tough week. Uh, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara did too. A couple injuries affected uh, Pecs. Um, yeah, and I was able, fortunate enough to to squeak through. Joe Mixon, what a week. Thank Had you. a day. Had a day. And in the other semifinal, the Hard Hats, coming off a bye, finishing in second place overall, took it to the Cats. The Cat guys got destroyed 121 to 65. That is an ass-kicking a definitive statement from the Hard Hats. They had huge weeks from Tevin Coleman, who finally showed up, Jalen Samuels, who set a career best, and the Atlanta defense with seven sacks, one touchdown, Baby. and two picks. Good for 20 points. Wow. Gordo served notice as he enters the final. And put Cat Guy back in his place. The only bright... <laughs> Get that fucking, fucking, what did, what did cats eat? Tuna? <laughs> uh, yeah. Friskies. Frisky? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, it, was a, it was a big win. Yeah, the only bright spot for those cats was Christian McCaffrey at 18. Oh, and then Phil Rivers had 24. But when you get 0.8 from Lamar Miller, who goes out injured, 3.3 from Corey Davis, uh, 0.8 from Aaron Jones, who went out injured too. It's, it's an unfortunate turn of events for the cats, but I can safely say I am happy he is not in the finals for a fourth straight season. Absolutely. We need new blood in there, and we don't need a crooked commish. Occupying a spot for a chance to get that title. Judge, jury, and execution. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's got a lot of nicknames, and he's legit earned every single one of them. But my favorite is the goddamn villain. All right. So, as we mentioned, finals go down this this weekend. We'll see what happens. I know. I've I've been sleeping with one eye open the last week. Yeah. After Monday night, I literally have just been Rundle Rundle sleeping. That's what that's what Rundle sleeping is. And you go sleep with one eye open because you know what's coming at you. Yeah, it's either from fantasy football or or other other things. Oh, <laughs> drunk drunk ladies on New Year's at Ooh. three o'clock in the morning. Oh. Taking swings? No. No. Self restraint. Uh, well, no, we've uh, that might be another time for story time. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that needs to see the light of day. <laughs> All right, so the final goes down this weekend. Um we have in the third place game Breezy taking on the cats. Um best of luck to those guys. And that's pretty much it. Uh, it's just basically now figuring out seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's going to be a weekend. Yeah. I, I, I am so, so excited. Speaking of our league, uh, we obviously can't talk about it without talking about the transactions counter. Gord ain't going down without a fight. <laughs> He's going to win something this year, that's for fucking sure. Currently tied with Feldy at 46 transactions <laughs> wow that's lots 16 weeks 46 moves itchy trigger finger that's a guy managing his team yeah <sighs> managing his bench so he never fucking plays okay <laughs> sure got me to where i am today yeah let yeah let let's talk about how great gord is anyways how was that eight eight and five record was that what it was got me to the finals that's what it did and I'll be beating you for the first time this year. You know it, buddy. Nine and four looks a little better on paper, though. Well, let me, yeah. <laughs> sure. You take your take your regular season Remember? record. Take your regular season record and gloat about it, man. Fucking put a poster up in your house. Regular season isn't what I play for. I play for the playoffs. I play for the shit, baby. Oh, yeah. Nine and four. Go ahead, hang your hat on that. I ain't satisfied. Maddie's a, a Herm Edwards guy. He plays to win. That game. Of course. Why else would you fucking play? Exactly. Herm Edwards. See how fired up I'm getting them, boys? Oh, fired up because I know I'm going to fucking work you. God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, okay. Gord, you don't have the transactions on lock. Obviously, you're tied with Feldy. Yeah. But Johnny, Pim's leader Johnny, Aquasize Johnny. He Aquasize? I don't know. I assume it, it makes him connected with the Dolphins. I'm assuming it happens. He's got 44 transactions. These boys play to win. Kind of, I guess. Uh, Show Life Shane continues to have the least at 15. Pussy. In fact, he's the only guy in our league that still has a transaction counter in the teens. 
Other guys were in there, but, uh, you know, things happen. They're in the 20s. He's the only guy in the teens. How far did that get Shane? Uh, maybe first overall pick. You know, it's it's different. I mean... You want to play for first overall pick or you want to play for the championship? Are you, but it's not, like, the amount of moves you make isn't contingent on how your team does. Yeah, you're active in it and you, you, you're looking to better your team all the time, but you're also not taking the time to let a guy sit on your bench, grow, gain a role in that offense, or gain a role as the season goes on. You know? What have you done for me lately? I, I get it. Yeah, I heard it I've heard it before. But I'm just I'm just saying fifteen moves doesn't equate to yeah, you're gonna be in the B pool. Different wow. strategies for different guys, you know? Yeah, Shane true. Shane uh drafted a good team. Um maybe it's a strategy you wanna try, Gord. <laughs> Sorry, that came across real mean, but like I'm just saying, uh, Peyton Barber, Chris Hogan, and Royce Freeman in the top in the first five rounds. Don't go, forget Trey Burton. Oh yeah, or, uh, yeah, and DJ Moore, who you dropped and then picked up, and now recently dropped again. Um, who is that other guy? Oh, Keelan Cole was also drafted to the hard hat. But you know what? Flip side, you persevered through Absolutely. those 46 transactions. See, that's adversity right there. Well. Yeah, I'd hope you find some gems with 46 goddamn moves. Like, fuck. Anyways, you think you're fucking riling me up, man. Like, like, <laughs> keep I'm doing, keep doing head shit. nods to C-Rob. Keep fucking bumping oh, bacon yeah. on the arm. Oh, yeah. It's not fucking happening. You're not riling me up. See, My was, voice sounds like I'm upset, but I'm just sick as fuck. <laughs> oh, I was pumping his tires a little earlier, right? Yeah, done it. I want to see a live stream of Sunday. Oh, oh man! Instagram man. live that yeah. somehow. Can you set up our YouTube channel? Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I'll learn. <laughs> All right, Maddie and my dispute's done. Yeah, I think. Or I th- is it? Well, it'll be settled. <laughs> it'll be settled by Monday night. Maybe. I know. I'm look. I'm looking forward to it. I honestly, I can't believe it happened. Yeah, which is Wait, all, all joking aside and shit talking aside. I'm pumped that it's going to be a first time winner. Yeah, like I said, I'm pumped. Kellen's on in it, and I'm pumped. It's a guy from our div that got shit talked all fucking year. That's going to take it home. Yeah, for you know? sure. So there it is. Well, Christmas is a time of of getting presents, but it's also a time of giving. Um, I like the giving part. Of course. It makes you feel good. As I say uh, in the establishment that I work, uh, it fills your bucket. It doesn't empty your bucket, you know? When you, when you tell someone a compliment, it fills their bucket. When you exclude somebody from a game, it empties their bucket. So we're, we're going to fill some buckets right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've decided to give a figurative present to every member of the N40L this Christmas season. Would you like to go first, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Gord? I'll go first. This one goes to Mr. Andrew Peterson in Strathcona, Vancouver, BC. Stunner. Andy gets a complimentary alarm clock from the BFB this year so he can wake up and remember to set his team. Yeah. Um, maybe it's one of those new age ones that, that can remind him that he can also set his lineup on Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Thursdays and Fridays, Fridays, uh, and you don't have to do it Saturday night. I understand things happen, and guys get questionable or don't play, but, you know, when Alex Collins has been hurt for three weeks and you still leave him (laughs) in your lineup, I don't know if that fucking excuse works. 
All right. John, the Romanian rascal. Credit to Gord. This was all his idea. You should say it. It's a, it's a good one. Oh. The, the Romanian rascal. He's getting from the BFB this year. He's getting a Costco pack of croissants <laughs> that we would microwave for 30 seconds as soon as we bought them and then give them to him about two or three days later. Yeah. <laughs> it and changes be, the consistency. <laughs> he would be just as fucking pumped. They wouldn't last a week. No. Fuck. The croissant. That should might be we, the quote of our of the of the pod. Should we let Bakes say Stu's gift? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take Stu. Mend some fences, you know? Oh, yeah. I apologize, Stewie. <laughs> you were gonna get a fresh pair of Calvin Klein undies to cradle your injured hose and support Stu's lower back from always lugging around that massive fucking ranch he's got. Yeah. So a fresh pair of Calvin's. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. They're going to look good. And uh, I know this, oh, this might be TMI, but Stu's, it, it, when he sent that bruise of his, uh, of his groin after he got injured, he was wearing flesh-colored underwear. Please take the Calvins and uh, uh, replace them with the flesh-coloreds in the rotation and just, just throw them away. Please. It, it, it's just too much. Too much. Stu Jason Statham. Oh my God! Swanson. He's a handsome yeah, young man. He is a handsome man. Huge wrench too. Yeah, and oh, beautiful eyes. He's getting married in the near future. Oh yeah, it's coming up quick. Yeah. Stag's coming up quicker. Yeah, Can't wait. Quick. Oh yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm I'm pumped. Uh, Stewie asked uh, Scotty, uh, the East Lake scoundrel, and I to co MC his wedding, and I am pumped to say, of course, and uh, it's going to be a good time. Oh, he didn't ask me. No, oh, uh, uh, I was story. probably third on the list. You know, uh, I was probably third on the list for sure. It's funny because before he before he came to me with the MC thing, we had chatted a couple days before, and I and I said, "What do you think about the BFB recording an episode at your wedding after the ceremony at the reception?" So basically, Gordon and I would bring uh, our Mike the the comp, and we just like holler at drunk and stoned people to come sit with us who will also be drunk and stoned and just interview them. And I, I tried to play it off and say like, it's like the, the new age, a wedding video, you know, a, a, a wedding podcast wedding pod that you can visit every time. So it's a, it's an idea. Shut down faster than a fucking Mormon convenience store on Sunday. But yeah. Interesting that fun. I still got the tap and, uh, you didn't. Reckless abandon. I mean, you did tell that story from Mexico where uh, things didn't go so well when you emceed. It, you know what? They didn't go that bad. Um, but you needed a character guy up there. You right? need a character guy with a clipboard. Yeah. With a clipboard. Yeah. A clipboard would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh well, Stewie, enjoy those Calvins. Uh, C-Rob's got Johnny's. Next on the list, we got Johnny, a.k.a. Valley View Vices. Yeah, yeah. This year, the BFB's me getting him self-control uh, with your hockey stick, Johnny. You're, uh, you're climbing up there in the old Pims race for, uh, for the Flyers. So, you need to tone it down a bit. So you're also not uh, too many games in this year, buddy. Yeah, we want you to play next year, Johnny. Uh, you can't get put on probation. You're like six Pims away. Uh, I think after, after 50, you only have 20 more, and then it's just like, okay... 
this guy needs to take a fucking rest from the league. We want you there. See, this, you one's, this one's fitting because take it from the guy who's on probation with the league right now. <laughs> you don't want to be in my shoes, okay? So, that's <laughs> yeah, true. for the same thing last year. <laughs> that's true. If only he had a D partner that would uh, calm him down rather than encourage him and tell him to do it more. Oh, man. Don't you have some nice chats in the box, so we man. That's the only time we've ever been in the box together. Like, whatever. Yeah, Fun. I mean, like, that same conversation could happen in the player's bench. Doesn't have to happen in the penalty box. You guys was, can have... We'll give you the time you guys want together. It was a nice... It was a nice uh, <laughs> chat I had with Johnny in the box that day. All right. Oh, well. We won that game, didn't we? We did. Okay. We perfect. did. We crushed them. And so, then you crushed them. No harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next on our list, Chris, Kirk, you're getting a single can of Coca-Cola. Because when you first crack it, it fizzles. It's delicious. But if you leave it sitting on the counter, it comes up flat. <sighs> Just like your fantasy season. Oh. <sighs> That was yeah. mean. That was a mean one. Ah, it was mean. But you know what? Chris can take it. Oh, Chris. And Chris has dished out way worse. Chris is one of the meanest guys I think I've ever met. Yeah, everybody at this table has been affected affected he's, by Chris's dude. words. He's so nice. Oh, like, he does it in such guy. a nice way. He's a great guy. Oh. But he will fucking... He'll slice you up, man. Or right. shoot a puck at your foot. Or shoot a puck <laughs> right at your foot. <laughs> And then get yelled at by Drew. Yeah, and call it a D to D pass. <laughs> oh, come God. on. Yeah. So, Pex, you got it. You don't. Hey, you don't earn the the nickname the Vault without earning it. You know. It's true. It's so, true. Um, next up, smelling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can do Cal. Jumping a couple. Double gift. Double gift. Smelling, aka Commissioner Good Cal, aka. Judge, jury, executioner. A.K.A. villain. A.K.A. the artist formerly known as the Jacksonville Jaguar. Now known as the... Now known as the Houston Bryce Military Kitty Cats. Kellen gets an automatic kitty litter this year. (laughs) So that he can take care of all his fucking 12 cats. That he just leaves outside to get killed by coyotes. He also... Gets a bottle of shampoo, Pert Plus, two in one, so he can really make that gross, curly lock thing that he has on his head. Yeah, silky smooth. I feel everybody in their life should at least experience a shampoo once. So this is a good way for Kellen to uh, experience what we've we've felt since we were children. Um, So that's a great gift. Ah, Santa's big red sack coming through. Mm -hmm. All right. Show life Shane. For Christmas, you get nothing. You have everything you need. Show life. uh, Everything you need and more. Um, You know, I've said it before. Since our friendship started, some guys have all the luck. And you know you're that guy. So, Merry Christmas, buddy. But the stocking's going to be empty. Great song by Rod Stewart, by the way. (laughs) Some guys have all the love. Mm, Rod Stewart's got a few ones. Whew. Is that foreshadowing into future BFB episodes? Oh, I would love to do a Rod Stewart. Wouldn't mind one bit. Wouldn't mind one bit. You know who's the biggest Rod Stewart fan in the world? Stu's mom. Bronwyn? Bronwyn. 
Really? Young holes oh, lo- loves Ron. And it's it's uh it's still debatable whether it's the music or the looks. I think he's uh he's a charming fellow in her eyes. Pack him. All right. (laughs) You know what? We're getting Scotty Flynn from East Lake, Washington this year. You know what we're getting him? A 2019 NFL draft guide. (laughs) You can get it at your local Indigo or Chapters or maybe a Barnes and Noble down in the States. Yeah. I know your 2014 one is a little bit expired. But I think we're going to get you a 2019. Yeah, that's right. You can go ahead and recycle the 20, uh, 2014. You can actually draft current um, relevant players. Um, Hashtag thinking of you. Yeah. Adrian Peterson proved us wrong, but that was it. Uh, so have fun. Happy reading. See, mm-hmm. um, Rob, did you want to cover Nige? Yeah, for Nige. I think the boys this year were thinking they'd get him a Conair beard trimmer. Uh, take care of that uh, wire barbecue brush mustache you have going on. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that uh, at his at his work, all the residents dressed up as him for Halloween. Oh, come on, what yeah. a great costume! Just though, a right? rat mustache and a lab coat. <laughs> Easy stuff. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you could honestly clean Tone's BBQ with oh. Nigel's mustache for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if you want to sully Tone's barbecue like that, though, Gord. Boys, she's trying to Tone's barbecue is one of the hottest accounts on the web. It's Tone, huge. Tone just custom built a massive smoker. He's talking about opening up a legitimate business right now, boys. I thought I wasn't he building two. Yeah, one for yeah. sale. Yeah, because he yeah. he wrote in uh, a couple weeks ago and said, you know, Gord, when you're ready. I think his quote was like, "When you're ready to stop cooking on that kids' grill, let me know when you're ready to buy one of my custom mates." I'm gonna tell you boys something about Tone's Barbecue right now. Okay, mm. he just sandbagged me. You know what? He sandbagged <laughs> me. I'll tell you right now. I was talking about. I was talking to Tone. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, "Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna build a smoker." You know what he says to me? Don't waste your time. Just buy a Traeger. Six months later. Now the kid's building smoker. He's sandbagging. But we're trying to keep me out of the fucking trying to keep me out of the smoke game. What I will say is earlier. <laughs> Buddy, this, yeah, you are yeah. in the smoke game. Yeah. <laughs> You've been in the smoke yeah. game for years. But there is rumors of the boys bringing mini girls to the outdoor rink tomorrow to fucking barbecue some shit up after the boys play. Oh fuck. I will uh, buy the meat just to see the cook off between yeah. El Huncho and Top Shelf. Yeah. That would Sad be good. Bagging, son of a bitch. You know what? I will judge that contest every day of the week. My gut tells me I will. Mm. <laughs> um, we got three more. Uh, Bakes, do you want to do Feldy? I know you never met him, but he's... I you feel like I feel like you've met him based on his last... His, his appearance on our show. He killed it, man. Yeah, man, like... Well, Feldy came on strong. Mm-hmm. Never met the boys... You know, yep. maybe had a little uh, water tub with John. But for him this year, we're going to give him even more chirps. Yeah. Like, get him to another wedding, get him to meet the boys. And hey, Feldy, get talkative. You know, yeah. chirp the fucking boys. Well, I'll say right now, like, if I ever fucking find a, a, a lady, uh, Feldman is my best man. I, I'm telling him right now, you're coming, Feldy. Uh, so that'll be an opportunity for the boys. But yeah, I feel like. You've been in the league long, long enough. Kid gloves are off. Like, let's let's chirp this guy. 
Because he can fucking take it and he can dish it. I think we actually probably chirp him every time we say, Matthew Feldman, <laughs> on the pod. I think that's yeah. a quiet chirp. Yeah, the only Irish Calgarian we've ever met. <laughs> you don't want me to be MC of the unit? Oh, no, he's Feldman, the Feldman, Feldman best, best man. man. I can be MC. You'll be MC, yeah. yeah. And you'll Perfect. you'll tell nothing about like the course of like upcoming events in the wedding speeches, all that shit. You'll just <laughs> fucking slice Feldman to ribbons, and I'll just ramble like Bob Barker. Yeah, ask I'll get you one of those mics too. Ask yeah. everybody to get their animals spayed or neutered at the end. Yeah, if you need an usher, though, I got that job down pat. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I'm putting the boys to work at my wedding for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> It's going to be ushers, bartenders. Buddy, I'll be on cat. It's all going to be all my friends. I'll be on cat duty. Oh, yeah. Just make sure they're safe and locked up somewhere where they're not going to piss on everything. (laughs) No, man. I'm just going to have a wedding out at the farm so every single one of my friends can come. Yeah. Right? Why not? I want you to send me a photo of the cats indoors every 20 minutes for peace of mind. Update. Update. (laughs) I propose to Carling that we have a wedding on a pontoon boat and everyone has to tie boats up to us. Not receptive. No. No. Yeah, I know that would that would suck. I'm so I think it'd be unreal. <laughs> I can tread water for a long time, but at a wedding, man, I'm getting lit up. I'm going over that boat for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't even stand up on a jet ski to begin with when I'm sober. How am I gonna do it when I'm fucking lit? You know, ride that thing all the way home like it's a I'm a jet know, ski guy. Fucking dolphin. Well, um Are we getting into final our, two gifts? Our final two gifts. We have not told each other what our gifts are uh, for first. each other. Okay, Gord, um, this, this gift is contingent if somehow, and in no way do I think you will, but if it's somehow you, you win this week and you win the championship, I have gifted you a mirror because I know if you win the championship, it is a full 365 of hearing it every single day. So this mirror will serve as a person, basically, and you can you can tell yourself how great you are and how you scraped and plod uh, to get yourself to the championship. And you know what? Actually, the mirror is a versatile gift because if you lose, uh, you can watch yourself uh, cry in it. So, um, Merry Christmas! All right, my man. You're gonna go to IKEA and get me a mirror. Uh, yeah, you let me know. Full length, uh, head only, torso. Whatever you like, whatever your pleasure is. Let me know where in the house you're going to put it. I suggest your living room because you're going to be using it often. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I I think you're going to enjoy it, buddy. So, uh, oh man, good tidings I bring. Can I can I even take the abuse that I've been getting this pod? You know what? You're in I the like fucking it. finals, like man. Yeah, you I'm know? like tinfoil, man. It bounces off me. What I will say, Gord, that's an interesting uh, tinfoil. You've been, man. you've been playing it real nice. Maddie's playing a tough game. I don't know which one's gonna have the tough. Not tough. tough. Sorry, sorry. You know no, what? Like uh, aggressive. The only thing tough Maddie's, are my fucking vocal cords right Maddie's now. Maddie's tough game is gonna get silenced mm. after this Ooh. gift I give him. And it's a two-parter. Okay. <laughs> two, two gifts like Kel. This this first gift <laughs> and only gift. But two parts. Okay. Is a muzzle. <laughs> so that every time we play with the Cougar Collision Flyers, <laughs> you can shut your goddamn mouth and we can just continue to beat teams for nothing. And Matt's in the second period and he's yelling at guys. You know what? That muzzle's going on. But you know what the muzzle is going on even more for? <sighs> Barry. 
when you're ripping the refs, okay? Because you know all you're doing, you're alienating us, and I'm way too soft to yell at a ref. So you know what? That's what you're getting. And you know what else you're getting it for? After I win. So that you can't even say a goddamn word, and it's coming home, bringing the fucking bread home, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I I like that. That's a that's a good one. That's a creative one. I will give you props for that for sure. Um, but I mean, like, if you really wanted to, like, fucking you know, give it to me and make fun of me, I, you should have said ball gag, obviously. Ooh, no. But you know what? Uh, no. You know, brighter minds at work over here in Beverly. Rundle's struggling a bit, but anyways, muzzle muzzle's a good one. Muzzle's a good one. Props to you. Um, so yeah, muzzle, oh, muzzles and mirrors. Yeah, muzzles <laughs> and mirrors. It's gonna be adventurous, boys. No. Um, I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to but, it. But yeah, before before we wrap it up with story time, uh, yeah, obviously Gordon and I have taken the piss out of each other tonight. But I I can say this honestly, I'm pumped that we're both in the final. I'm mm-hmm. pumped that it's our div. Um, and if if you win, congrats, dude. Uh, best of luck. And if I win, awesome. And uh, absolutely, couldn't ask for a better opponent. Yeah. Um, I'm glad uh, John from the Rockpile didn't beat me sometime this year so that I wouldn't be in the spot I'm in. Um, but uh, And I'm also glad John from the Rockpile won 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't because mention that. Yeah. John from the Rockpile had a bet with Stu saying that somebody from his division would win the title before somebody from his division. From Stu's division. I think it was in yeah. within two years of the realignment. Yeah. Yeah. So automatically, with Matt and I both being in the finals. John wins. Johnny from the rock pile wins. Yeah. Johnny 32nd croissant wins. Yeah. So good on him. I'd like my 25 bucks email transferred. GordonDick16 <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank you. You yeah. won't accept it, though. You won't accept it, so you're fine. <laughs> uh, the que- question you can ask is, what's my dog's name? Rosie. And uh, we'll be good. Yeah. What's the optimal time to cook a croissant? Um, yeah, I'll take a cut too. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking there. So, you know, 50, 25, 25, that's, that's fair. Perfect. Um, but what, good bet, Johnny. We're going to have faith in the axe head. Yeah. Love it. Well, well, should we start winding it down? Uh, yeah. Do you think we have enough content? Uh-huh. <laughs> we're a little short on content. We, we, are, we are pushing our listeners to the limit. Um, Thanks for sticking with us. It it was a fun, fun fucking episode, man. You know what, though? We ain't no fucking Missy Elliott one minute, man. Fucking <laughs> crew over here, okay? So, we're going to yeah. hit story time. And uh, this story time hits deep because uh, it also happened with the guests on the pod. Yeah, it's kind of neat. You guys are going to be able to tag team this. Oh, to tag what? team this. Oh, I shut First her down. Time. All right. This episode of Storytime, F16, BFB, C Rob from the Lark, Bacon from the Grosvenor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Grosvenor. Yeah, you got it. Maddie from the Bev. Old Town Baby. C Rob and I were at uh, local watering hole, Black Dog. A favorite of the boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. War- warm summer night, too. Gotta, warm summer night. With that. In the old patio. And uh, I think it was Le Chateau was next. Yeah, it, it, I think it was. Next to the Black Dark. The, the woof top. C-Rob and I are boozing. 
and we're getting into it big time. Can't even honestly remember which other two friends were with C Rob and I. I honestly think it was, it was just me. It was just him and I. Fucking doesn't matter. Exactly. And uh, we see a guy named we know, and he's a good, he's a good guy. He worked with us at Plush. Yeah, yeah. Warm. But he was a bit of a dweeb. He was and a little bit of a dweeb. Yeah. His shirt was a little bit ripped, so <laughs> I ripped it more. And then C Rob. Ripped it a little bit more, and Button we up? ripped his shirt. Oh no, it's a full T-shirt, man. Full T-shirt. <laughs> we ripped yeah, it better. right he off. Destroyed him. this thing. Okay. So he's wearing it like a vest, defeated. And he had a bike helmet on too. Yeah. So he wouldn't take it off in the bar. Oh, it wasn't yes. yes. wow. was like a there. bicycle helmet on. No, no. it's tough. So standing there with a belt. And he worked at a skate shop. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. That started. That started the night for me and C Rob. We moved about two tables over after the. Lattice partition yeah. stopped, and we were pounding pints. Well, what did we think we should do with the empty glasses? Chuck them over the rooftop. I mean, that's the only thing you really could do with them, right? You Absolutely. Throw them over your shoulder. Throw them over your shoulder. Yeah, that's it. Like yeah. fucking sea bass in Dumb and Dumber with the or uh, with the salt Lloyd with yeah, the salt with shaker. The salt. That's exactly it. Chucked it. See <laughs> Rob and I ripping American spirits. Oh yeah, smoking for, sure, for sure in the bar. And uh, we're chucking, we're chucking empty glasses. And this girl sitting beside us, <laughs> she says, "What the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are being retards, idiots." Sorry, whatever. She puts down her half-empty beer. What do I do? I grab it and chuck. It. <laughs> oh, first you pounded it. Oh, you yeah. pounded it, <laughs> and then you chucked it over. Then I chucked it over. And. Uh, we eventually got politely asked to leave, I think. Politely? You sure? Uh, you know, I can't even really remember how we got kicked out of there. But we did get politely asked I think to it, leave. I think we, we, got caught, we got kicked out smoking darts. I think that was the final straw. I think you hocked it over, and I think that was it. I think they were like, hey, you guys got to leave. Like, you're done. Get out of here. But, oh well. Good night at the Black Dog, I got to say. Memories, yeah. Great, yeah. great times. Absolutely. Great times. Fucking huffing darts on the rooftop. Chucking pine glasses. <laughs> and then, a couple of years ago, remember, we had that game at Dawn in? Oh, yeah. And we all went to the Black Dog, yeah. and we had all those souls. And me and you chucked those two beers off Just the fucking roof. Just for time's sake, yeah. And we had all those shots, we had all those souls, and yeah. and the guy's like, Kay, like, you can't throw beers over the roof. And we're like, man, we just ordered all these beers. And the guy's like, wow. Okay, yeah, you can yeah. finish him, and then you then gotta, you gotta go. go. Then yeah. you gotta go. Yeah. And C Rob, fucking beauty, <laughs> steals one in his jacket. I was there. Sleep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he approached you. What did he say? Yeah, he said something along like, "You can't, you can't steal gl- uh, glasses out the door." And there was a fucking cop there too. Oh, fuck. So I got no. this beer in there. I remember exactly what that fat fucking bouncer said to you. He said, I'll remember your face. Oh, man. I'll remember your face. Get the fuck out of here, buddy. <laughs> fucking beat it. Yeah. How many people come through there every night? We're yeah. going to Rosie's anyways. You guys suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Anyway, yeah. good story time. Yeah, great story time. Uh-oh. All right, who's a dead man and hit me with the salt shaker? <laughs> fuck. Well, Beauty. boys, F-16. One for the fucking record books. For I gotta sure. say, for for, sure. yeah. What a what a fuck. What a year it's been. Yeah. Um, 
Gordon and I aren't sure. Like, obviously, we're going to do one next week to recap the fantasy season, the winner, how things went. Um, and we're not sure how to carry this on. Do we do we roll weekly during the NFL playoff season, though, even though there's no fantasy? Or do we just save it and do a Super Bowl episode uh, and recap the playoffs? Get some feedback from the Yeah, players. so we're just wondering what, what, are, the, what are the guys want? Um, yeah. How to give the people what they want. Exactly. Like three Christmas songs <laughs> in a massive pod app. <laughs> Beauty. Exactly. Well, boys, Bakes, C-Rock, thanks Ellis, for coming thanks on, for boys. Us. Thanks a ton for coming in, boys. Thanks for having us. All right, we'll hit you boys up next week. Take care. Be a bee. Take this song.